This is Kate Beckinsale. You're listening to Beckinsale. Hey guys, hey Jacob. Are you ready to figure out who is the number one '90s alternative? Band. No. See you guys later. Woo, thank heaven. That is stressful. I'm glad that's over. <laughs> I, for one, am ready. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Because it's time. Are we going to do it today? We're going to do it right now. Or again. next week. Oh, wait. Uh, should we put it off yeah, another I feel like, week? I feel like we're going to do this show for two hours. I feel like we have a Power Rangers episode we could just use as a full episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Lord Zed and Rita guys, Repulsa guys, we have a are lot always of show at each other's through. throats. We have a lot of show to get through. I'm Joel. I'm Kent. And Jacob. Okay, let's do this. First of all... <laughs> Hundredth uh, show, Jacob. You want to plug that? So by the time you're hearing this, the hundredth show should be pretty much planned out. However, I mean, maybe we could take it in a last minute applicant if you're just hearing about this for the first time and you're extremely convincing. So yeah, hundredth show. You're going to want to listen to this next week because this is a big celebration. We've done one hundred shows, guys. One hundred shows. Two years next month, which is just crazy. It's crazy to think about. I mean, how many shows with the bacon bits? You had the number earlier. It's like 114, but yeah, so, and that was March. Yeah, yeah. Huh? It's a lot. It's a lot. So yeah, for hundredth show, we're going to have a quiz show where we're bringing on you, the listener, here to compete against Kent and Joel. Mm-hmm. And, and lose, and, which is and nice. lose. And I do have to say, these guys are pretty formidable when it comes to pop culture knowledge, but I will be giving you an edge. Yeah, we are. So Wait, what? you will have a fighting <laughs> chance. Yeah. Please bring it on. Yes. Yeah. Team JK for life. Speaking of bringing it on. Oh, I love that movie. Are we going to talk I about that? I said Burr. It's cold in so here. So much show to get through. <laughs> uh, we uh, we appreciate your feedback that you've given us already. Do we? Well, it's amazing to me how hold people on, hold get... On. Oh. You're getting right into it, aren't yes, you? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, there was one other thing I wanted to say, too, which is... Look, listener, we've been doing pretty well. <laughs> and uh, we... What, why is that so funny? <laughs> look, listener. You, you kind of took your time. That's all. Yeah, I'm like... You're like, I know you're hurrying, Joel. One sec. So... <laughs> <laughs> all right, maybe we should just... <laughs> Cut that and go back. <laughs> anyway, nope. all right, um, all right. So we we're, we're I've been reaching out to find some sponsors for the show. And if you are a business owner, or if you know someone who's a business owner, I'd like to thank uh, one of our listeners. Actually, gave me the idea. Uh, he direct messaged me today and said he knew of a business might be interested. And so I thought, why am I not just telling everyone this? Yeah. So if you're a business owner and you wouldn't mind getting some advertising here on Bacon Sale, uh, message me. Money? Or, uh, what's money? <laughs> <laughs> I do this for the love. <laughs> we do. It. It's true. I do it for the money. So I've got 27 kids to feed. <laughs> <laughs> so you can reach out to me on Bacon Sale Podcast at gmail.com or message us on Bacon Sale or DM me on Twitter as well. Slide yeah. into his DMs. Don't. Slide right family, in. Family friendly. Joel, go. What are we doing? Yeah, well, now oh, we're, yeah, thank now you. we're moving on. Thank you for all your feedback. People are really opinionated about this and I think it's funny that people are... Every, These are babies. Everyone, everyone they thinks be? their opinion is the right one. They're like, you're so wrong here. And I'm like, according to your opinion. And then we're giving our opinion. So... That, that's kind of the, the way Listen, the show is Bacon Cell approved Look, is a thing. Guys, I don't it know is. what you're talking about. These are facts that we're putting down. Everyone else is just You wrong. agree with that? Because you had some issues last time around. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> well, everything I said was fact. <laughs> <laughs> sure. So, uh, no, we thank you for your feedback. We're going to wrap it up today, and you're going to be even more mad at us. But we want to emphasize once again that we are going to be using objective facts along with our subjective opinions. In fact, it'll probably get more subjective as it goes on because we've already exhausted all our facts. Here's the thing. Get mad all you want. Bring it. Because there will be only one winner and 63 losers in this whole tournament so your favorite band will not make it to the top of the 90s most likely wow and we'll see that that was a harsh they might be giants for the champs (laughs) don't tease with my emotions team hopper (laughs) stop it 
Let's do this. All right, right, Jacob. Let's do it. So for those of you who didn't listen to the last show, which you should have, Jacob's going to present two bands we have in our bracket, which you can find on BakeItSell.com. We are going to whittle these down from the 64 to the 32 to the 18 to the... 16. 16 to the 8 to the 4 to the 2. Yes. And then the grand winner. The Ah. grand winner. And once again, the criteria was they had to have at least two hits in the 90s, and they had to have peaked in the 90s, and they had to be alternative. Yep. And that's a good sum up. Let's get started. All right. I hate this. All right. First matchup is going to be Jewel versus Stone Temple Pilots. No, that's not No, right. it is not. What do Jacob. you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> Jacob. Is it in Jewel win last We're time? We're trying to speed through these first rounds so we can oh, get more attention to the right. end. All right. I thought it was. Oh, yeah. Nirvana won. All right. Okay. Nirvana versus Stone Temple Pilots. What a great matchup. Go. Which should have been this at first, in my opinion. It should have been Nirvana versus Stone Temple Pilots first round on Jewel versus Sarah McLaughlin. That's beside the point. Yeah. Somebody mentioned that on Twitter and I was like, yep, you're right. Yep. I don't know who was in charge of this, but... <laughs> Jimmy Chunga. I did that, too. Kent Dunn. All right. Nirvana, Nirvana Stone Temple Pilots. Stone Pilots. What a great matchup. Kent, go ahead. Nirvana. Just like that? Yeah, just like that. You're going to knock Stone Temple no, Pilots Stone Temple Pilots that sold a ton of albums. Their albums are actually great. It's just they didn't really last much longer after the 90s. Scott Weiland lost his voice and his mind a little bit. Oh, I don't even want to talk about what Kirk, what happened to Kurt Cobain because I mean, like, how is I mean, well, Kurt Cobain, he did you know, look, look he, he he shot himself obviously, thinking he needed to die just like all the f- classic rockers like Jimi Hendrix and oh, I forget her name, Janis Joplin, Janis Joplin, and so he wanted to go out on top when he was twenty seven years old and he didn't want to fade into the dust and so yeah, I mean it was really dumb, but Nirvana may not be as big as they are, but that said. Their music is lasting. Their legacy is still huge. They are the voice of the grunge from the 90s. Yes. The question is whether they're the best old 90s alternative band. Mm-hmm. You want uh, me to go next? What? You want me to go next? Yeah, go next. thinking? Again. So their legacy has lasted a really long time. Mm-hmm. Their music, however, I don't think is as lasting. At, at least it is lasting, I should say that, but it's not more so than I think a lot of other bands that are on this list. Um, I'm going to go Stone Temple Pilots because okay. I actually prefer their music. Well, see, and that, they made more of it. That's the problem too, because I have to admit, I, I went through a Nirvana phase like most kids in the '90s, and I listened to Nevermind like a crazy person because that was fun. Did you like Unplugged in New York? Not as much. Like it's that, actually my favorite album. You know, you know, that's, that's a really good album. You know, I'm a fan of studio albums over live yes. albums, and so that one was fine. But I didn't get the love. The people oh, I love it. it. No, that that's actually the only album that I was like, okay, I think I might like these guys. Yeah, because everything else is yeah. kind of over. Also, and I just, I just want to throw this out there, that Billy Corgan, following uh, Scott Whalen's death, because Scott Whalen of Stone Temple Pilots also died mm-hmm. uh, later on, like recently. much more recently. He said, it was Stone Temple Pilots' third album that had me hooked, that got me hooked, a wizardly mix of glam and post-punk. And I confessed to Scott, as well as the band, many times how wrong I'd been in, se- in assessing their native brilliance. If you ask me who I truly believed were the great voices of our, ge- of our generation, I'd say it were he, Lane, and Kurt. Okay. So that's a but he, So Blake. what he's doing is he's lifting... Scott's name up to the levels of Kurt. Exactly, because Kurt Cobain and Nirvana are the better band, and they're going to move ahead. All right. As much as it pains me, because I do love Stone Temple Pilots. Oh, just I was really again. worried there. Just listening to them again. <laughs> I know, if Nirvana went out second I round, I got, I got real quiet. No, no, I, yeah, I, I figured Joel was going to no, go Nirvana. I had to, because, I mean, I love Stone Temple Pilots, but I, I do think they're lesser known and lesser influ- influential than Nirvana is. Next match. You guys ready for this? Yep. They might be giants. Yep. <laughs> versus Smashing Pumpkins. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> now, there were some people in the last show. Some people. Two people, 
out of all of them, but there were two people who didn't seem to appreciate or understand they might be giants. And it's because, you know, some people just don't understand happiness. That's what it comes down to. Because they have a giants is happy and alternative, meaning they don't stick to one genre. They bounce all around. They do a great job. And I do love Smashing Pumpkins, too. I am like Disarm is one of my favorite songs of all time. Oh, it's so good. I love it. And I love Melancholy, the Infinite Sadness. I think it's an amazing album. And I'm torn, guys. I really am torn on this. Like Natalie Imbruglia? Yes. Well, I'm all out of shape. I, I know you love They Might Be Giants. They're this is how I band. feel. <laughs> can, you, can you educate me? Throughout the 90s, were their albums influential? Like, They Might Be Giants? Because with Smashing Pumpkins, they had Gish early on. Right. What was the album with Today and Disarm? That was Siamese Dream. Siamese yeah. Dream, Melancholy Infinite uh, Sadness. And then they had Ava Adore. This or is Adore. a lot of albums. A lot of albums, all great. Yes. So I, I only know of, like, the one. I know Flood, basically. Well, see, and in the 90s, They Might Be Giants had Flood. They had Apollo 18. They had John Henry. They had Factory Showroom. And they had Long Tall Weekend. I, owned, I didn't own Long Tall Weekend because it's kind of a B-Sides one, but I owned all the other ones, and I could sing a song from each one of those on there. In fact, I can sing the album Flood, and I have done this from beginning to end from memory. You did it on our last episode. No. Why it was two hours long. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, The Ambi Giants, like Apollo 18 had a very cool experimental track where they took 21 different uh, tracks, 30, under 30 seconds each, and kind of put them as separate tracks on the CD. Is that Fingertips? That's Fingertips. Yeah, I love and Fingertips. Death, and it's all about birth. That's a great road trip song. To death to life. It's great. I when love I was it. 11, Fingertips was my jam. And then they also had a... <laughs> That's a great quote out of context. <laughs> <laughs> on Factory Showroom, they had one of those hidden tracks where you go to the first track and rewind, and you get the hidden track from oh, Total nice, Back in Brooklyn. Nice. Like, they, they were trying different things, and I really appreciated that. But... I'm having a big struggle on this one, guys. You have to go first. I have to go first? Yes. <laughs> because I Let love... Let the record show Joel just made a pouty face. I did. <laughs> because I'm, I'm, I'm... I will say this. I am happy that They Might Be Giants went one round. You're not going to push them to the, the third? I know how much I love They Might Be Giants because I am a deep thinker, creative person. Unlike all those other slack-jawed yokos out there who don't like them. But I do understand that we need to go more influence. And so I'm going to say Smashing Pumpkins. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I I didn't know into this conversation. Walking this conversation, I didn't know what I was going to say. As a wild card, I truly want to root for the MIB Giants. In fact, I want to vote for them just to spite everyone who's listening right now. <laughs> just because you want Hopper to win, yeah. But I'm, yeah, it's, it's, it's the Hopper fixation for me. I hate that But then comparison. I'm worried if I do They Might Be Giants, Jake will then say They Might Be Giants and they'll move on. <laughs> so I can't even flirt with that. It's Smashing Pumpkins all the way. It's uh, my first concert. I'll never forget them. You know, the thing is, too, I think, I think maybe you and I both were kind of doing an anti-Oasis vote. Yes, as, as we much, were, we were, you know, absolutely. And, so Joel was really voting with his heart. I was just voting against Oasis. I love Birdhouse in Your Soul. And yeah, I, love I would put, I would put Birdhouse in Your Soul against any Oasis song. I would too. Honestly, and the problem was it, Oasis is very 90s, and I understand why people were mad about that, but the truth is they're not a great band, and they might be Giants is. All right. Smashing Pumpkins Smashing for Pumpkins. Week. Oh, that's so sad. I'm happy they went one round. Next matchup is Hooting the Blowfish versus Cake. Jacob, I think you got to go first on this one. Uh, cake. That, is that easy? Yeah. We Ho- talked about how many albums Hootie and the Hootie Blowfish, and the Blowfish sold. sold. Over 21 million sold in the U.S. Sold. What was the name of that album that sold like crazy? Cracked Review Mirror. Oh, my gosh. That thing got played so much until my ears bled. It is the right? 16th, 16th best-selling album of all time in the United States. So what makes you choose Cake? Uh, they're 
my gosh, they're just they're just cool, right? Like, I mean, I realize that they have they have some bad reputation for experiences live and right. things like that, but uh, but my goodness, I mean, you take such a bizarre like for me, this is my they might be giants, right? And I think it's a lot of people's they might be giants. Cake is your they might be giants because they take fashion nugget mm-hmm. and which is great from beginning to end. It is phenomenal, mm-hmm. right? I'm listening to Frank Sinatra and I will Friend survive. Friend is a four word. Daria, 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 Daria is so. Oh my good. gosh, I love Daria. That was the worst MTV cartoon? <laughs> Stick shifts and safety belts. Great. You know, I mean, like I I adored that album, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of teenagers teenagers did, and it kind of defines the '90s in a lot of way. And I mean, the distance. I mean, I, I still hear that on the radio. Yeah. Reluctantly you know? crouched at the starting line. <laughs> engines <laughs> pumping and thumping in time. <laughs> Such a good song. I should have opened with that, huh? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so. Why is Scuttle here? <laughs> it did sound like Scuttle. Sha la 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 la. That's 89. That's 89. 89. We have REM in here. We might as well. Go ahead, Jake. I'm done. Yeah. Cake wins. Hootie is. I obviously deserve a tip of the hat. Like that's what they deserve, but I don't feel like their legacy is very strong. Uh, I'm going to go with cake. Hootie and the Blowfish is more adult contemporary than alternative. I feel cake is more alternative. Even though Hootie had the bigger album sales, I think they're more adult contemporary. That's why I'm voting for cake. For the 237 times I listened to fashion nugget. Yeah. It's cake. Yeah. Cake for the sweep. I feel sad guys. I feel like you should hold my hand. I only want to be with you. <laughs> I don't know. Did you just have a stroke? <laughs> <laughs> Is Eddie Vedder. Hootie Eddie Vedder. He's going the distance. He's going for speed. She's all All right, for the next matchup, we're going to have the Counting Crows versus Garbage. Oh, this second round sucks so it's, bad. It's only going to get worse, though. It is just going to get worse. All right, who's starting this one? Am I starting this one? I'm starting this one. Okay, Picking between it. our darlings. Oh, my gosh. I know how much Joel loves Shirley Manson. For that reason alone, I want to vote for Garbage because they were fun. Their videos were fun. Their music was was diverse. Yeah. But for me, it's Counting Crows. Mm. It's that that first album. Honestly, I'm a really big fan of Recovering the Satellites, their second one, if that was their second one. It was their second one. And more ballads, and that's kind of what mm-hmm. spoke to me more in the late 90s. That's because mm-hmm. they, they added an additional band member. And so they, is, they, is were, that it? they were a three-person band, and so really? they, got, they got a fourth uh, for that album. And so, yeah, their sound kind of... The ballad really amped it up, and it was a louder sound. As many times as Mr. Jones was played on the radio, and you know I hate radio singles. You do. Mm-hmm. I'll still listen to that and enjoy it, even really? though I should hate it. You okay. should. You should. So, Counting Crows. All right, I'll go next. This is a hard one for me, because as you know, my wife is a huge Counting Crows fan, and I am a huge garbage fan. And it's not just because of Shirley Manson, either. Like, so I, who do you love more, yourself or your wife? don't put it like that (laughs) i'm separating myself but here's okay i can separate it because here's the thing my wife likes hard candy which did not come out in the 90s that's like grandma food was that 2002 yeah that's in the 2000s so i can easily say that this is garbages for me i vote garbage i think they are much more alternative i think they're much more raw i think they're much more 90s because i like 2000s counting crows better than i ever liked counting crows in the 90s Man, they had August Everything After, Recovering the Satellites, mm-hmm. and This Desert Life. This Desert Life was 99, I yeah. think. And Garbage just had the two. They had Garbage and then version 2.0, but both of those albums I owned and enjoyed and listened to on repeat. Garbage for me. I once was on a road trip, and I'd, like there was this thing I was craving. I couldn't quite decide what it was. and Garbage. And I put in... Garbage? I, I put in garbage, literal garbage, because I've been eating like... 
yeah. you know, Nutrigrain bars. Yep. So I, I stuck the <laughs> <laughs> healthy, gross, gross. Well, I put in August and Everything After, which is the debut album for Counting Crows, and I listened to it three times in a row. And this is after I'd had the album for ten years, and I thought, "Holy cow! Like I love this band that much." Counting Crows, Counting Crows for the win. So sorry, Shirley. Please forgive me and forgive Kent for a stupid decision. Alright, fellas, next match is gonna get ugly. <laughs> Good lead in. <laughs> we have Green Day versus Foo Fighters. Oh my gosh. Oh, two great, like punk pop rock type bands. And very different bands as well. Yes. Like they yes. have a very, very different feel, but they're both iconic. They both sold tons of albums, and everybody likes both of them, really, to some degree. Oh, this is tough because I do like Foo Fighters. I, I, some of their songs I love. Everlong, I, I love that song. Okay, listen, that's one of my pump-up songs. Yeah, that, you bore your testimony of Everlong I'm in the last sure episode. I'm pretty sure, guys, I'm, I want to say this, and please don't be shocked, but when I listen to Everlong, it makes me want to work out. What? Whoa. You hate exercise. I do. <laughs> when I listen to Everlong, I want to work out. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> it's such a good song. It's not. I, Wait, even, do you ever work out? I <laughs> played ping pong the other day. Okay. <laughs> and you sweat a I, lot. What? That's Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Foo Fighters really is. I, I think it's amazing. Like, And this sounds so insensitive, but I think the best thing to come from the dissolution of Nirvana is Foo Fighters Easily. formation. Because Foo Fighters is a great band. He recorded that whole first album by himself. Like that was him playing all the instruments and singing, doing everything by himself. And I think it's amazing. But Green Day is the more 90s alternative. And I'm going to vote for Green Day. I'm going to go next. Hold on, hold on. Yes. Can I go next? Yeah, it's him next, isn't it? Yeah, go for it. We should probably go in some sort of order. No, no, no. We'd just be random. (laughs) Is that all right? Yeah, go for it. All right. Well, here's why, right? Is because I'm going to have the counter vote to Joel, and then hmm. it'll be up to you. Okay. That's fair enough. Yeah. And I didn't know which one you were going to say, so I thought that'll... Anyway. So, as I've already let in, Foo Fighters. I would take Everlong, Joel, over every Green Day song. Like, if I had to pick one to, to continue to exist on the earth, and if I, if I lost Everlong or lost every Green Day song, I would... I mean, that would be hard, but I would choose to keep Everlong. I think Foo Fighters is... By the way, fun fact about Everlong. Yeah. It was written when Dave Grohl fell in love with Louise Post from Veruca Salt. Really? So it's another 90s band. Oh, that is cool. Yeah. And they got knocked down the first round. They did. So sorry. <laughs> we left them right there. So Jacob's Foo Fighters. Yeah. And I mean, it, it's, I mean it's interesting. Everlong is a, a love song, right? Like, I, it actually, I didn't know that until the research here. I mean, I guess I, I could have guessed that to some degree, but I didn't really know. Never think it ever be this real forever. Also, thing I discovered, apparently the song Hero has nothing to do with Kurt Cobain, and that's just a yep. nasty rumor. That's a mm-hmm. folklore, folklore. And also, people got mad that the first album of Foo Fighters had a gun on the cover, and it was like a space blaster from Buck Rogers. Yeah. yeah. People get so sensitive. Look, here's the thing about Green Day, too, is Green Green Day has albums like Dookie, right? Really famous album and really influential. However, Dookie, do you know what? You know, did you catch this in your research? Hmm. Here's where, here's how they name their album. Right? Oh, don't get into that. It's disgusting. It is disgusting. <laughs> but they're '90s. They're punk. They're supposed to be irreverent. I mean, it's just it's it's gross. But yeah, it Jacob. wasn't an easy sell to be like, "Hey, mom, can I borrow some money to go buy a CD?" Yeah, which band? Uh, it's, they're called Green Day. I think they're environmentalists. <laughs> <laughs> what, oh, okay. Their album's called Dookie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm just, I'm going to stop there. Foo Fighters all the way. Kent, I hope you vote wisely. I I can play Green Day songs on the guitar, and mm-hmm. I like to because it's fun and it's easy and it's three chords. The color and the shape is a near perfect album. 
and that's just it. I don't even like their hits very much. Like, I don't really like My Hero. Yeah. I will watch their music videos, and that's what I think Foo Fighters kind of has the edge for. I love their the music Everlong videos. Music video. Like, for Big Me was with the Mentos uh, yes. parody. Yeah. It's great. It's Foo Fighters. No, no, yes. no, 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 yes. no. You cannot knock down Green yes. Day. <laughs> yeah. I pulled so many people, Kent. So many people. And, and the, the names that kept coming up were Green Day, yep. Nirvana, Pearl Jam, Weezer. Like, those were the names. Here's yep. the trouble. This could have what been. Is, what, is more ni- what is the most 90s TV show of all? What is the most 90s TV show? Seinfeld. What was the final song on Seinfeld? Good it riddance. Was monkey wrench. I hope you have the time of your life. It was monkey wrench. Monkey wrench for sure. Guys, Green no, Day. Good riddance. I'm sorry. That's like every high school graduation, like video. Because it's the 90s. Because it's so cool. You know you had it in the 90s. You had it in the it's 90s. The good pre- this is hey, ridiculous. This is something unpredictable, but in the end, it's right. You are foolish. <laughs> both of you are time foolish. Of your life. <laughs> You're foolish, both of you. <laughs> you really thought I was going to just Green Day? <laughs> because they're more 90s. I thought you could separate your brain from a minute. Uh, tacky. Tacky. All the way tacky. They are no. so tacky. They're 90s. Oh, Green Day, they like I have never connected with them emotionally at any point through any song in their whole career. Idiots. <laughs> <laughs> the next matchup is gonna be Alanis Morissette versus Joel's favorite band, a second favorite band, the Bare Naked Ladies. Which by the way, I found out in my research that on every album, Bare Naked Ladies records one of their songs in the studio naked. And they actually list which one it is, and, and like the Wikipedia talks that's, about it. That's weird. Which <laughs> is ironic because we're here right now in your tidy whities. Yes, that um, was the last show. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was the bacon bit. <laughs> All right, uh, Jacob, you're first on this one. I think I'm first on this one. So, I mean, Alanis, obviously, I mean, the Jagged Little Pill is one of the most iconic '90s albums ever. In fact, that's pretty much a perfect album. Uh, that one's remarkable. Um, which. <laughs> We actually discovered some of her older work, and it is we'll get there. It is amazing. Yeah, we can do that later. Yeah, we can talk, right, about yeah, talk about it later. If she makes it, so bare naked ladies. I mean, yeah. If I had a million dollars, that's a lot of fun. One week. I mean, that was one of the most played songs of the '90s. Um, I really like, and I think we discussed this. I don't remember if it was on or off air, Joel, but like their earlier album. I don't remember the name of it with Brian Wilson, Gordon. Gordon. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like um, that's before they were cool to any degree. If they're if they were ever really cool, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, They're cool. They're cool. Um, this is neck and neck for me. I'm going to go Alanis. Does that mean it's me neck? No. Yeah. No, go you, you, you had to decide last time. Go, Joel. I'm no, still you not decided. decided. I'm you not decided. I'm not decided either. You got to go because I'm, I'm going I'm to mess you guys up. When I had... I'd, so the other day, I actually wrote down the You're picks. not voting for Bare Naked Ladies. Just The picks it. that I wanted to go through. And I chose Alanis Morissette. Right. And then you showed me two music videos. From early 90s Alanis Morissette, <laughs> when she was just known as Alanis. When she was, quote, the Debbie Gibson of Canada. And it destroyed everything for me. <laughs> because I know Alanis Morissette. And yes, she went lighter, obviously. Yeah. But I know her from You Ought to Know, where she's sitting there and her hair's in her face and she's rocking out. Whereas two years before. That song's crazy. She was singing this pop, distorted pop. Yes. And it was it's super weird and Canadian. <laughs> Yeah. And it really kind of destroyed my perception of Alanis Morissette. I saw her more as a product of other people writing songs for her mm-hmm. rather than well, she's her the being songwriter, angry. though, right? Maybe. No, I don't even she's know the song, anymore. She's the no, she wrote, she wrote Jagged Little Pill. Yeah. I'm giving it to Bare Naked Ladies. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why? That changed everything I for feel me. Like, I feel like you're just being like just. I'm being generous. Do you want me to go with my true pick or. Go with your true <laughs> pick. Go with your heart. 
I just feel bad for bare naked ladies. No, don't. <laughs> I love saying that. Okay, Alanis Morissette. If okay. I'm going with my real heart I, here. I, don't, I was going to say, we, we could smell the BS all over you, Kent. <laughs> and the truth is, I, uh, bare naked, I like bare naked ladies more than I like Alanis Morissette. That, that's, that's not anything that I'm ashamed of because I am open-minded. Well, nor should you be because, I mean, I probably listen to more bare naked ladies now than I do Alanis. Well, and I was one of those people presently. that when they, got to be, when they got to be big with one week, I was like, ugh, everyone likes bare naked ladies now. I liked them before they were cool. Yeah, hipster <laughs> Joel. Um, and I will say, Alanis Morissette does have the 12th highest, 12th best-selling album of all time. She is the highest of any other band we put on here. Hmm. And as much as I like Bare Naked Ladies and as much as I feel like they are my, I prefer to listen to them than Alanis Morissette, the truth is I don't feel like they're 90s. Like I can listen to them now and it sounds just as good. You're right. So just as enjoyable. Mm-hmm. It's kind of timeless. Whereas Alanis Morissette, you hear just those opening, the opening few bars of You Ought to Know. And it's like, whoa, I'm back mowing lawns on the baseball diamond, you know, things yeah. like that. Yeah. So I'm giving it to Alanis Morissette. You wouldn't let me pick, a, you wouldn't let me pick BNL. No, because I wanted you to, I want you to be real. Okay. Next round is Red Hot Chili Peppers versus Soundgarden. Unbelievable. So Chris Cornell is up against whatever that guy's name Anthony is. Anthony Kiedis. I'll Fleet. go first. Yeah. Soundgarden. Oh, this is so hard. I'll go me. first because I'll say Soundgarden because Soundgarden was one of those albums that my friend owned that we thought was amazing that I listened to to Fell on Black Days, Black Hole Sun, Spoon Man, Black and just Hole it Sun. feels so nice. You Chris even Cornell's love, voice. love Roller Coaster and not a lot of people love. Not I love true fans. Yeah. They don't even like that song. Oh, I, I, like, I like that, that one song. A lot. But uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, I, I enjoy them, but I, I don't know. I just, I have to go with the more 90s feel, and Soundgarden is more 90s to me. I do think it's funny, though, that like Smashing Pumpkins toured with Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yep. Excuse me. As did Pearl Jam and Nirvana. But apparently when, when uh, Smashing Pumpkins' Billy Corgan refused to play with Nirvana when, as he once dated frontman Kurt Cobain's wife, Courtney Love. <laughs> Ew. Yeah, it's a weird matchup. I'm going to give this one to Red Hot Chili Peppers uh, strictly because I love Breaking the Girl so much. Wow, that sounds wow. That's abusive. <laughs> it does sound abusive, but it's Red Hot Chili We're Peppers. We're going to have you see someone after this. Right. <laughs> Dr. Matt. <laughs> but also, Californication came right at the tail end of 99. And I know that's considered more of a 2000s album, but if we're looking at like the, the hits, that one had like seven hits on that album. Yeah. And I guess I consider more t- a 2000 hits. By the way, do you know where they recorded Blood, Sex, Sugar Magic? Where? Harry Houdini's Mansion. Are you serious? Yeah. That's awesome. That's pretty cool. And that is a great album, one of the best of the 90s. For me, it's Red Hot Chili Peppers. No surprise there. Jacob? Well, all right. Here's where I'm split, just really fast. Soundgarden, I think, does have more of a 90s feel. They feel more 90s iconic to me. They're definitely more grunge. It's more of like an angsty kind of thing, too. That's true. That's absolutely true. But lasting more than one album? I like Down on the Upside. This is the trouble. But it's just okay. Yeah, Fell on Black Days and Black Hole Sun and Spoon Man. It's kind of where it ends. This is it. That's Soundgarden. And yeah, that's you know, in Red Hot Chili Peppers, they had hits in the 80s and the 2000s. And <laughs> uh, we're going to get there with R.E.M. Don't you worry. <laughs> they did. They did. And honestly, I don't like Californication. Like, I, I get weary of that. I like their earlier stuff better. Can I don't it, listen to them a lot, but... Can I bring up one thing real quick? Yeah. So as I was doing my research on this, and, and I, I was like, oh, you know, I was looking up the albums, and I looked up uh, One Hot Minute, where they have Aeroplane, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I love the Aeroplane. I love Aeroplane. I listened to it, and I'm like, yeah, I don't remember. I don't like it as much as I used to. And hmm. so it just kind of proved to me that I was like, yeah, I'm kind of over Red Hot Chili Peppers. Okay. How does that, how does that melody go for airplane? I like sugar. It's my airplane. It's my airplane. 
Pleasures packed with pain. <laughs> Kendall, I can see you're looking a little nervous over there about my choice, but it's going to be Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. Boo. And I feel bad, but I, like I said, Chris Cornell, I think got better as time went on. Yeah, let's just hope for Ken's favorites instead of the ones that should win. But <laughs> with your heart. <laughs> when I said I didn't like Californication, I saw you like go, oh crap. <laughs> I shriveled away. Whoa. My friend, All right, next round is going to be cranberries versus the gin blossoms. All right, Ken, go for it. Cranberries. I'm well, is it that easy? Is for it, me, it is. is. It that no, easy, look, though? I came to Gin Blossom's side on the last one when they went against Sugar Ray, but that was easy. I was happy with that choice. For this one, I think cranberries are so 90s, and I remember making a tape and recording Zombie off of the radio, even getting the DJ at the beginning and end of the song, and being fine because I got a copy of Zombie on a tape. It's cranberries all the way. Well, so I, I have this recording of me, and it's on cassette tape really long ago, and I'm singing Hey Jealousy. And it's because, as I go in the tape, and this is a dumb story, but it's one of those that just came to mind when I thought about this, is I'm like, tomorrow we can drive around this town, let the cops chase us around, I don't like this song, but it's on the radio, Hey Jealousy! <laughs> and that's how I feel. And then today, as I was uh, doing my research, I suddenly ran across Salvation, from uh, the Cranberries album, um, No Need to Argue. Was that in that one? Or The Faithful Departed. I don't remember which one. But I heard it, and it just made me happy. And I realized the Cranberries are taking this one. I want to vote Gin Blossoms. Just because I listened to them more. I really liked them. But if I'm going to be real honest here, Cranberries are better bands. They have a better legacy. They made really unique, cool, lasting music. And even to this day, they haven't really been replicated no. And that's, that really kind of gives them this shining star of, you know, this 90s stardom that they, they deserved. Cranberries. Perfect. Next round is going to be Pearl Jam versus Candlebox. Pearl Jam. <laughs> I didn't even finish the name. No, Candlebox didn't deserve to advance in the first place. Every, I, I talked to they multiple people. definitely deserved it. I talked to multiple people in almost every single group I talked to. Some, Huge. Someone, I talked to multiple people. <laughs> almost, almost all those people. <laughs> Let me hear you. In every group I talked to, there was one person who was like, who's Candlebox? Every time. And I had to be like, oh, they sang that song far behind it. Once again, go, it was an anti-Goo Dolls vote. And then I would, I would hold up the phone and they'd be like, oh, yeah, that song. But I'm giving this to Pearl Jam. Come on. You can't go against Pearl Jam. It's Pearl Jam. You know, I did not give it an anti-Goo Goo Dolls vote. I, I, I really like Candlebox. And in fact, even after our last show, I went and listened to a whole bunch of tracks of them. And I was like, I made the right decision here. Go listen. Change, Blossom, you, Far Whoa. Behind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> High five for Blossom. But yeah, it obviously will have to go to Pearl Jam. This is Pearl Jam we're talking about compared to them. All right, next round is going to be oh, difficult. Uh, Weezer versus Blink-182. Difficult for some. Difficult for some? Although if my little brother were here... No, in fact, I asked him this very question because there's two favorite bands. He made a decision very quickly. Really? Yes. Well, I have to tell you, I mean, I grew up with one of my, one of my good friends who's most definitely not listening to this show because he's back in Missouri. and They don't have electricity. And <laughs> you know that anyone can listen to this show, right? <laughs> he may not even know what a podcast is, <laughs> if I'm going to be honest. I don't know. You know, hi, Adam. <laughs> and, uh, listening to Munspringa. He, he adored Blink-182. He's kind of obsessed with them. In fact, he, it was to a point where it actually kind of turned me off after a while, even though... Anyway, voting with my heart, it's an easy, easier pick if I'm going to be strict with like some sort of objective view it would lean 182 honestly but what? but i i don't like 182 so weezer for me 
All right. It's Weezer, man. It's a Weezer, it's a Weezer sweep. Yeah. Weezer sweep. Blink-182, I feel like they, they had some good songs in the 90s, but I think they had some maybe better songs in the 2000s. So... I'm well, gonna go. I'm gonna go with Weezer. I liked early early Blink One Eighty Two when I was thinking I was a cool punk and I had a wallet with a chain, which I still you have. still have that. No, it got stolen. <laughs> I got a new one. You got your wallet stolen again? Oh, that yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's Weezer. You know what's really cool about this? Hmm. Both Weezer and Blink One Eighty Two are still on the radio right now with recent tracks. And it's they're doing true. Well, they're some with less band members than others, but yes, yes. I mean, we got King of the World, and uh, that well, Blink's got two out just from that last album, yeah, yeah from well, California. And, it's and a good I will album. say, in regard to influence or like worldwide influence, I heard all the small things when I was in Portugal, like all the time. Yeah, like, it was big over there, and that was one of the things I was like, oh, this is an American band. That's so cool. But Weezer's the better all '90s alternative band. That means Blink is gone. Wow. Okay. Good riddance. That's the song <laughs> Green Day. That defined the 90s. I asked you to go to the Green Day concert. You said you never heard of them. How All right, the next match is going to be Collective Soul versus R.E.M. Who's going first on this one? I'll go. R.E.M. has Shiny Happy People and Losing My Religion. Losing My Religion, once again, I'll say, is one of the great songs in the 90s. Yep. But I didn't really care for anything after. I didn't like Monster, the album. You didn't like Everybody Hurts? It wasn't that an 80s one? No, that's 91. Was it 91? Yeah. That was the song of every junior high dance. Well, you know, <laughs> Good Riddance was the song of every junior high farewell, <laughs> and yet you didn't give it to them. Every junior so. high assembly, sorry, every high school assembly, <laughs> which I didn't go to. Yeah, I'd rather not relive that that's anyway. your fault. Man, the band that is way more 90s to me is Collective Soul. I have to go with Collective Soul on this one. Jacob, do you want to go next or you want me to go next? Go ahead. Because this is a hard one for me. Because when I was looking up REM, I was like, "Well, you know, they're they're from all different eras." And I looked up the stuff that was from not from the '90s, and it's like Radio Free Radio Free Europe, the one I love, End of the World, Stand, and Orange Crush, which are good songs. Great but then when I look songs. at the ones from the '90s, that's when you get like you know what's the frequency, Kenneth, and Crush with Eyeliner, and Lose My Religion, and uh, when you just said I just forgot, Everybody Hurts, Shiny Happy People, Man on the Moon. It's tough, but one of the first albums I ever bought which will always remind me of the 90s, is Collective Soul self-titled. Therefore, I vote Collective Soul. There you go. Jake? The I World I Know, Shine, Precious Declaration, Gel, Heavy. Uh, oh, so many good songs. So many good songs. Um, I went and watched Collective Soul just like a year or two ago. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Like, I mean, like they've, like I had that album, that one that Joel just referred to, the self-titled, when I was 14 and adored it and still listen to them. I have acoustic versions by them. You know, they don't have like this sort of like this sort of punch or influence that a lot of these other bands do. But my goodness, yeah. I can just keep listening there's, to there's them. There's almost forever. no hook with Collective Soul. Right. But they just have like a complete collection, which yeah. is great. It's just a yep. good sound to them. And the truth is, REM is so influential. Like almost yeah. every band that we talk about said REM was an influence on them, mm-hmm. which also kind of pulls them away from the 90s to me. So that's true. I love how we give these consolation prizes to the yeah. losers. We're like, you guys like are still Ken, great. I like how Kent's wild card is the only one that's still advancing. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a wild card. REM? That was the wild card, Jacob. Oh, that's well, that was, it's not advancing though. No, I'm saying his is the only one with red hot chili peppers. Oh, chili let's peppers. move on. Uh-huh. And not Green Day. <clears throat> All right. Collective soul. All right, next round is going to be live versus the Dave Matthews Band. This is a tough one for me because I really do like Dave Matthews Band. I'm not ashamed. 
I like them. And live, man, live is really 90s to me. They are very 90s. And, and they're, they're both very successful, too. Dave Matthews has had a longer career. They're probably more successful. You know, live, oh, this is hard. This is hard. I'm going to go for live. Oh, that's a big surprise. That's and a I'm, huge surprise. And I'm doing it because I really didn't come to appreciate Dave Matthews' band enough until I was back from my mission, so it was in the 2000s. That's when I kind of learned a lot more of his songs. Got a roommate. And was it a him. few select tracks so that you? I mean, I knew. I knew. Like, you didn't really you know, care for the radio hits. It seems. No, like. no. I knew. I knew the radio hits, and I, I liked them okay. But it really was when I got back that I started to appreciate them more. And so it doesn't feel as '90s to me. But the, the truth is, he's a successful. It's a su- successful band. But live is '90s alternative. That that is what I feel '90s alternative to be. And if also, if I didn't vote for live, my brother would get mad at me because I knocked out Rage Against the Machine against live. And I love Dave how you, you have multiple brothers who will get angry at this. <laughs> They're show all getting point. mad at me, but no I'm, matter what you pick. But I'm voting for live. Jake? I would vote live just for throwing copper alone. And they have a lot more, too. And they have in a the lot 90s. more. They have a lot more. Um, you know, I had the next one uh, as well. Although I Secret Samadhi. That's right. Yeah. Yep. And uh, I, can yeah. Never, I can never say that right. I was like, Secret Sam. Samadai. Like, it can't be Samurai. That's not it. Secret <laughs> Samurai. Trying, trying to remember samurai. that black cover, that black album cover. And yeah. Um, yeah. That's uh, a semi-sonic song, actually. What? Secret Samurai. Semi-sonic. That's so. not semi-sonic. Nobody knows <laughs> I know. It. But you've got a Secret Samurai. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's, r- that's rough, though, because Dave Matthews Band, dang it, that was hard. I remember listening. I can't remember the track, but the, the okay, first track... Oh, it's live. Come yeah, on. Okay, yeah, it's it's that first track on live, did you, guys, did you guys listen to Throwing Copper a lot, that album? Yes. yes. You remember that first one? Like It starts with like the rain, and it's like like thunder, and mm-hmm. then like the rain comes down. the thunder down. rolls. This is not that. And the lightning strikes. What's it called? Um, what was the town called? Yes, yes. The lady that... Oh, was wanna live, wanna live, wanna live. Water... Uh, what was that? I feel like we need to move on. Oh, I remember. <laughs> is it a swear word? Yeah, yes, it is yeah, a swear word. It is. Let's move on. <laughs> hey, ready for the next matchup? It's going to be a tough so one. Ready? <laughs> no doubt versus presidents of the United States. Well, now who no, look, 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 I've thought okay. about this a lot. Who did President United States win against? If they, if they can win against Third Eye Blind, Third I think they blind. should definitely win against No Doubt. So I'm because totally going to vote Eye for blind No Doubt would actually be a great matchup. And they would. Yeah. And, and I listened to a couple of, of President United States songs uh, today as I was getting ready for this. And they're still fun. They're still a lot of fun. I listened, Kent, in your honor, basically, for, uh, you know, trading or betraying all of us. Um, the whole self-titled Third Eye Blind album. It is great. Is it great? It's great. They're gone, Jacob. We need to move fast. Look, I'm not even kidding around. Like I, 15 tracks, and I was I was blown away. I forgot I forgot how good this album was. Hmm. All right. So no doubt versus presidents. Who's going first? You. All right. No doubt. <laughs> no <laughs> doubt. There's no, no doubt. doubt. presidents. <laughs> oh man, I want to be the the antagonist so much, but I'm gonna lose, so I'm gonna have to say no doubt. Might as well sweep it. So here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> the, the third single, don't speak. Uh, was maintain the position of uh, the number one of Billboard 100 for 16 consecutive weeks, a record at the time, although it was broken in 1998 by the Goo Goo Dolls with Iris in 18 weeks. Probably, broken, probably broken by semi-charmed life, honestly. <laughs> do, 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 do. It's, it's no doubt. <laughs> Is that your ringtone? It's no doubt. I, I'm, I was actually very surprised to see President <laughs> of the United States go ahead one more round. <laughs> Kent, was no being, Kent was being the antagonist there, but uh, yeah, it's definitely no doubt. Yep. <laughs> Guys, next round 
is two of my favorite 90s bands, The Offspring and Bush. Oh, <laughs> oh it's Sophie's Choice. I mean, really. It's Sophie's Choice. These okay. are two of my very favorites. Mine too. One of the ugliest singers of the 90s and one of the most attractive male singers of the 90s. <laughs> well, if you want to judge it that way, sure. I think we should in this one. <laughs> is that what those posters are in your bedroom? I didn't realize. <laughs> Gavin Rosdell. <laughs> oh. Guys, I honestly, I haven't decided on this one. I've gone back and forth all day. <laughs> I haven't it's been either. so hard. I haven't either. Because, I mean, you look at Bush and they had one really good album of 16 stone and when i say really good i mean almost every track is yeah. good and then you have offspring well, hold on they have more albums that are good though uh, razor blade suitcase razor blade suitcase science of i things. didn't like that as much oh by the way can i just say something funny about this swallowed in my mouth. research so almost good. every yeah. single I, I just want to say this can you guys guess this band so their first album well their first major successful album was a huge success and everyone loved him their second album took on a little more of a darker tone and didn't achieve commercial success as much as the first one well most of the songs in the album deal with the singers dealing with their fame every 90s every, every 90s I was say Weezer, but then i'm like oh wait it's yeah, everyone it's everyone and like bush did the same thing when they came back with his race blade suitcase it was a darker tone that's, even, that's counting crows as well actually yeah, yeah. no it's, it's, it's every band genre. and everyone committed suicide and everyone did a drug overdose <laughs> oh man 90s that's why we don't hear from these guys anymore <laughs> yes. uh, dark but tone. then you have the offspring and they had igni- uh, they had smash which was their first big one ixnay on the ombre and americana oh this is hard yeah Ooh, those second two albums Ken, I think you should go first because I think you have... You're going to know, right? No, I think Jacob and I have the the hardest time here. For me, it is (sighs) Bush. I think there is the depth there. They never went tacky. Granted, they're not really around anymore. I did listen to their new album. It's just okay at best. But in the 90s, they killed it. You you listened to the one just that was released last month? I did, actually. I downloaded it. I I got 16 Stone for Christmas, and I was stoked. From Blockbuster Music, 16 Stone. Yeah. I play Glycerine non Which has a dog on the cover, in case you didn't know. What? It's a dog. It's not That's a mop. That's a dog? It's not a mop or anything like that. It's a dog. I'm so confused. You should go look at the picture. Really? Okay. That makes me yeah. want to pull the picture. Yeah. If you look, Google the picture of 16 Stone, you'll see the dog. It's a, like a mop-looking dog, but it's jumping in the air. And then, honestly, Razorblade Suitcase was kind of perfect for me because that's when I got more moody. And so that album kind of fit me better. And I really appreciate that. Oh, Jacob, is it you or me next? All is lost. Joel, all is lost. This album, I mean, yeah, Smash, Little Things, and Throwing Copper, I mean, like, those albums, I mean, those were on repeat all the time. Throwing Copper was life. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying, like, it's that sort of, that field. Man, Joel, can you go yet? No. This hurts. This hurts because you have to realize... Come Down, I remember being the first song I listened to when, we, when I drove to high school for the first time. I didn't drive when I was being driven to the high school for the first time. And I remember sitting in, in Dan Tensmeyer's living room listening to Offspring and all just kind of, I don't know, moshing to it as much as you can with like four teenage boys. Oh, it's so tough. This, is, this is really is probably the toughest one I'm going to have this whole time. Like, honestly, this is my final matchup. This is probably what it would be. Really? It's just these are these are two bands that I really enjoyed back then. Huh. I mean, if I take, I, I still love Self Esteem. I still love Gone Away from Offspring. Like I still listen to those. Those are still in the main playlist. For Bush, uh, Little Things, Come Down. Jacob, do you want to Machine Head? Got to do something. Breathe in, breathe out, breathe in. You ever played along with that? In. What do you mean? You you breathe in when they say breathe in. You breathe out. I'm when sure they say I did out. when I was a kid. But oh yeah, you, we did that. We but then you, you have to hold your breath. And then you, yeah, during you, the entire yeah. verse. Yeah, it's very difficult. Yeah, it was hard. All right. I, I'm i going Bush for one reason here. This is the tipping point for me. Okay. It's glycerine. 
I love glycerine. That was glycerine is a masterpiece. I called that my sacred song, and it was like I dedicated it to girls I liked, but not tell them. What's it about? <laughs> so bad moon white again. You know that part where he like is it really bad moon? bad moon white again? I have a friend that yeah. thought it said bamboo wise guys, blue <laughs> corn white again. <laughs> His my friend goes bamboo wise guys, and I'm like, what are these like panda mobsters? What are you talking about? It took about? me a long time to figure that out actually, oh. and it was very satisfying. I mean, and what is it like? A, there's like a cello in that song, and I mean yes. that that it's song so in the fade out. Oh, oh it's so good. Gosh, that song that is that's what pushes it over for Bush for me. Glycerine, thank wow. you. For writing that song. So Bush wins. So I can give my vote to Offspring and feel good. Yeah. And not have to. Yep, be, you can. Because the truth you is, I, I went on, on strict hard numbers Ooh, here. That would hurt. It did. And Offspring outsold them because they had more successful albums. And I actually counted up the number of songs I liked on 16 Stone versus the number of songs I liked on the Offspring's three albums that I really enjoyed. And Offspring had a little bit of an edge there. So I'll vote for them just to feel warm and fuzzy inside. But I could have gone either way. All right, next matchup, 311 versus Everclear, also known as Who Cares. Hey. Joel, you're first. Take it easy. Um, Compared I, to the last one, I mean, that's all I'm saying. No, yeah, it is. Then this one is kind of easier for me. As much, I, I did own 311's album. I love Don't Stay Home. That is my favorite 311 song. It's so good. Um, I love that one. But the truth is, I liked more Everclear songs. I saw them in concert, and they were they were impressive. <laughs> I feel like they have a much more 90s, yeah, feel to them. More 90s than 311. Yep. Because I, I, I will admit, mm. I've 311 and Sublime were kind of those same type of oh, sound to me. Oh, don't associate them. Yeah, that's a strange association. I, I know, but that's what I'm saying. Like They were somehow connected in my mm. head, and I had a friend who listened to a lot of 311. Because your stoner friends would listen to both <laughs> bands. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. <laughs> I'm giving this one to Everclear. Honestly, I know you're saying who cares. This for me was the last round for you guys. Really? really? I love both these bands. These are two of my favorites. These would be my these would be in the final four. Wow. <laughs> I That's crazy stuff. Love 311. I I had a 311 wife beater that I wore all the time. Oh man. I can't even decide. Just just know this. Whatever you vote, I'm going against you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you look <laughs> Who are you, mad. Kent? I mean, you look kind of mad there. Sound system. I'm a beautiful disaster. We have prisoner. Oh, man. You know what I found Beyond out, Beyond their self-titled. Guess what I found out? Hmm. Amber, not a 90s song. No, it's not. 2001. No. Last yes. show Last show, I said Amber, and I kicked myself when I found out. I can't go against, against Art Alexis and his suffering lyrics. It has to be ever clear. Hmm. All right. Would you say the same? Sure. Ever clear. <laughs> <laughs> The apathy is strong with this one. <laughs> All right, next matchup is the Cardigans. We're talking about the sweaters and Matchbox 20. Which, by the way, once again, Cardigans should have been on the one-hit wonders bracket. They do not belong in this bracket. Yeah, but did you want corn to proceed? We didn't. No, we could have put like spin doctors on here or something yeah, like that. But we didn't. They we're, had more hits or than Cardigans. Neither here nor there, Joel. D- Days of the New, they should have been there. <sighs> I gotta give it, I gotta give it to Matchbox Twenty strictly out of principle because Cardigans doesn't belong there. You want to vote for Cardigans, don't you, Kim? I do, but I'm not going to. Really? I I hate Matchbox Twenty, but I'm going to give it to Matchbox Twenty. Yeah, me too. All right, guys, we finished the first jiggity. 
Yay, the first jiggity. <laughs> I, Technical I, I, terms. I don't know what you call it here, but we yeah, have a lot more show to go through. But I think we are to the sweet 16. Yes. And it's going yep, to be tough, are. but I think we're going to fly a little bit more through these. We hope you're playing along with us. <laughs> That's unlikely. It's, it's very unlikely. It's going to be painful. Everyone's going to be painful. It's going to be now. painful, but I think we could do it. Are we ready for the first matchup here? Yes. Of the sweet 16? Nirvana versus Smashing Pumpkins. Oh, Unbelievable. Geez. This should be a finals. Yeah, this, this feels like a finals. Ah! Jake, you go first. Influence, Nirvana. More songs I like, Smashing Pumpkins. That's fair. Man, you know, it'd be a lot easier if we had, like, an actual grading system that I could say. Like a Matrix. A Matrix. Like, exactly. like a Disney Princess Matrix. Princess Matrix. Yeah, that's what we should have done. Can you imagine how big that Matrix would have been? <laughs> That would have been fun. You know what? That no. would have been fun for me to like list like albums and then, you know, number one and, you and would Grammys. Have. And yeah, I totally would have. My brain is like, yeah, Nirvana. But here's the fact. No, I smashing pumpkins. I, I, I look, I get it. They're not as influential. They're, they're, they're tier two compared to them or something by a lot of people's standards. But I, I way prefer their songs and their albums. And thanks for not killing yourself. So you can keep making music for Jeez. another decade. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Gotta get some hate mail at BakerTailPodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for giving us the exact <laughs> No, they're writing it down. Joel, you go next. I'm going next? Yeah. Well, I gotta give it to Nirvana. I, I understand Jake's perspective, and this is one of those mind versus heart things. Yep. Because Smashing Pumpkins, those are the songs I, I still enjoy to this day. Nirvana, I really liked back in the day, and I do understand their voice of generation. I don't like them as much to listen to now. Like when they would come on, there was a couple I even skipped off. Never mind that I was like, eh, no, let's go yep, to the next me one. Me too. Me too. But Smashing Pumpkins, I'm a huge fan. But the problem is Nirvana. More influential, more 90s alternative. I'm seeing Nirvana. Smashing Pumpkins. No. <laughs> oh, you are kidding. I am so sorry. You are everyone. kidding. I have to not Dude, come on no, then this, Dude, is, this isn't you being contrary. I am this not, is not being you just being contrary. I, did you see me struggling over here? Yes, but you're a good actor. <laughs> no, not really. Yeah, he fools us all the time. Are you kidding? We cannot knock out Nirvana I am so in the Sweet sorry. 16. That is really going to upset people. I, oh, Kent, that is bad. I know. That and is I, bad. And I feel bad. Look, here's the fact, though. I stand by that. I, no. I, I stand by that, even though I know. How can I be the only Vulcan in the room here and be logical about this? <laughs> I love Nirvana, right? I love even the, from the Muddy Banks of Wishka. I mean, I, I even the extra stuff. They're like Tupac, how they kept releasing albums. I still bought them and love them because they fit my mood in the 90s. Even when I went more punk, I'd still listen to Nirvana. But Smashing Pumpkins, like, throughout the 90s, Dude, were just more me? me. They made better music. You guys, this is bad. I, I know. You just I'm knocked so out, nervous. You've knocked out Green Day and Nirvana, two of the biggest names in alternative music in the 90s. Yeah. Both tier ones. Both They're your both decisions. I want to point out those are both your decisions, <laughs> not mine. Oh, take it easy. All right. Bring it on. <laughs> yeah. We can't complain about anything he's done this episode. <laughs> I know. That's true. <laughs> uh, are you kidding me? I know. I'm full of, I'm shocked. I feel bad. Uh, are we okay with this? Yeah. Can we move on from this? We have to move on. I, I, I can make so many cases against it, but the problem is I think Kent's put his feet in the ground and Nirvana in. didn't even make it to the... the that is disgusting. <laughs> they shouldn't have gone against Smashing Pumpkins. Whose fault is that? Chunga. <laughs> you, you and, like that. No, it's you and Chunga. You and Chunga and Spinari seeding these wrong. There's no way that should have gone down like that. I'm sorry. Oh, how dare you? I'm so sorry. Oh my gosh, everyone is compared to Nirvana. Everyone talks about Nirvana. Everyone is influenced by Nirvana. You just knock them out. To me, disarm is glycerine. 
I, I love is Disarm. A beautiful song. Oh, I love Disarm. I lo- that's what I'm saying. I like the songs better, but I'm pulling. Tonight, tonight alone beats Nirvana. I actually don't like Tonight Tonight as much. Really? Over, really? Overplayed. Wow. That, that one got played way too much. Bullet with butterfly wings. We used to have that drums, one I liked. and I, I used to. I didn't know how to play drums, but I could play the drums to Tonight Tonight, and it was way fun. Anyways, Smashing Are you Pumpkins. Kidding me. I am shocked and delighted. <laughs> <laughs> I had so many arguments and so many notes that I thought was going to pull out a little bit each round, and now they're all gone. Anything else you want to say about Nirvana? Because they're... I did like this one thing from Kurt Cobain. He says, why do journalists insist on coming up with second-rate Freudian evaluation of my lyrics when 90% of the time that they've transcribed them incorrectly? He wrote, music first, lyrics were just second. Oh, really? Yeah. I guess that makes sense. Well, I read about that with Smells Like Teen Spirit especially. And I mean, obviously, everyone knows the title is just nonsense, but... By the way, the baby on the cover? Oh, yeah, the, the title, Never Mind, by the way, mm-hmm. it's grammatically incorrect, and he knew that, and he just did it to infuriate us English majors. Oh, that seems and the, about right. And the baby on the cover, mm-hmm. he's 26 now. That's weird. Does that not blow your mind? That's crazy. Yeah, you know... Um, Bring it back, guys. Bring Nirvana back. Change I your want votes. to. Change your votes. I Look, really want to. Favorite, change your votes. Favorite song from Nirvana. Also, it smells like Teen Spirit, obviously, best riff. I mean, like, that's great. That song... Although the background on that makes me kind of like it less is like one of the band members was like, Hey Kurt, check out this, uh, check out this riff I, I, I did. And it was way faster than what I actually made it. And Kurt hated it so much. He made him practice it over and over again. And then after they did it for a while, he was like, actually let's slow that down. And then they came up with smells like teen spirit. And then he just yelled random things during the song. Mm-hmm. That's the song. Right. I'm so Which shocked. makes me like it a lot less, honestly. No, for me, it's like, because I love unplugged in New York so much. One of my first albums, again, it's a lot of the covers they sing, which are great. My, one of my favorite Nirvana songs, I say that with quotes, is uh, it's Girl, My Girl, Where Did You Sleep Last Night? Like, I love that song. Lithium is probably my favorite original Nirvana, Nirvana yeah. song. I'm so sorry. This I feel bad. like I've ruined everything. We've lost all credibility now because of you two jerks. All right, Joel, what about you? We're giving him a nice send-off. Oh, I love Lithium. I think that's a really fun one. Lithium? That's your, yeah, that's I, your number one? I don't know, because I do like Smells Like Teen Spirit. And one of the few, I, I realized I, I neglected to say this last time, they were one of the few that got a Weird Al parody. It smells like Nirvana, and I like them both. Oh, man. All right, let's move on. (laughs) I feel like we can't be happy. All right, next round is going to be... Doesn't matter. (laughs) <laughs> it's over. It's over. With Green Day and Nirvana out, your bracket is busted. We've at got this yeah. We've got this is basically the entire everyone's bracket has been busted now. Look, this is ridiculous. My, my favorite '90s bands are still in. Honestly, I'm happy with every decision we made so far. That's okay, disgusting. Let's do this. That is disgusting. I'm happy with everyone. Cake versus Counting Crows is next, and this is difficult. I like Fashion Nuggets so much that it may. I probably listen to it more than any Counting Crows album, but I can't dispute how great the Counting Crows were in the '90s and how I do kind of think cake is tacky at this point. I don't revisit them a lot. Yeah, it's true. And so for me, it's County Crows. Their legacy hasn't been great. I'm going to go cake uh, just because I feel like rock and roll lifestyle was really one of those, where did that come from kind of hits. And then you get Never There, which was, I mean, it was on the box all the time. And I, was still I played that while driving all the time. The Distance and Sheep Go to Heaven, like all these songs that really felt like that era to me. And like I said, County Crows, I like their 2000 work maybe better. So I'm going to say cake. Like later cake, love you madly. I think that might have been after nineties. Um, you realize I'm, I'm already marking cake is gone because I know you love Counting Crows like you love your own wife. Well, <laughs> doesn't your wife love Counting yeah, Crows? Don't, she, she likes two thousand. You love Counting Crows as you love your wife. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I love that my wife. Like regardless. a Bible verse. <laughs> <laughs> love Counting Crows as you. Thou love Thou shalt wife. count thy crows as thou shalt love thy wife. <laughs> <laughs> thy days may be longer than the last. Cleave unto the crows that have been counted. <laughs> uh, 
All right, yeah, it's Counting Crows. Yeah, Counting Crows move on. I have like infinite tidbits about them. If I have infinite complaints about your guys' performance in this show. <laughs> I love my performance in this show. All right, next matchup is... I mean, they're all going to be big ones, really, from here, aren't they? Well, not no, quite. we just keep knocking out the big ones. Oh, yeah. Who, yeah, we'll just knock those out, and then we can have cranberries and and uh, Everclear fight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. All right. Foo Fighters versus Alanis Morissette. My first? Yeah, go for it. Foo Fighters. Alanis Morissette. Foo Fighters. Come on! Yeah. Another, one of the biggest 90s selling... Oh, my gosh. I'm not even talking to you guys anymore. This is ridiculous. Foo Fighters is easy. You guys are just trying to all, cause controversy. Here you were all. praising Nirvana, and there's a band that's better than Nirvana. Kent! Kent, up here. Up here. Right? Thank heaven somebody else has some sense. Guys are Alanis had one great alternative album, and then she went soft. Yep, she did. She went soft. And she was soft before. She yeah. had one alternative session, and that was it. She had a great, it was just, it was kind of like a flash in the pan. Now, it was one heck of a flash in the pan, and it's still very listenable, but Foo Fighters, come on. Legacy. No, I think, I like Foo Fighters, but come on. Knocking out Alanis Morissette Joel, this early. I feel like I need to agree with you more on this show because I'm starting to feel a little like we're picking on you. No, no, you're not, you're not picking on me. You're, you're basically just throwing any credibility you have out the window. Oh, I'm sure He's the, just I'm sure the listener is okay with Alanis being knocked out. I agree. Mm. I, don't, I don't think anybody's going to be real upset about that one. But. Yeah, mark those words. All right, next round is... The Red Hot Chili Peppers versus the Cranberries. Snide remark by Joel. <laughs> you see what, you see what he, was, he was opening his mouth to the like, here we go. I was actually going to say, Ken, do you want to go first in this one? Because you know which way you're going to vote. Yeah, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Cranberries. Yeah. You had no idea this was coming all of a sudden. I didn't. I didn't. I feel I've been against Red Hot Chili Peppers almost since the beginning. Berries, and yet it's Kent Street. Hey, Jacob, can I tell you something? Hmm. Both both of our wildcard picks have been knocked out. Seems only fair to knock out Kent. <laughs> <laughs> now you're not even going with any objectivism. <laughs> well, you guys aren't either. <laughs> you're picking from a hat right now. I am not. I have picked truly and... By the like, way, I do want to say this. On the tour uh, for Red Hot Chili Peppers, apparently Anthony Kiedis got injured a lot. Uh, he... Ketis badly injured his... I'll give the, while you're thinking, Jacob. Ketis badly injured his leg while engaging what he calls eyes-closed robotic dancing. He tripped over a monitor and fell off the stage, ending up hanging by his cap by the microphone cable, resulting in a cast which he wore for the next two months. Then he suffered... And at that same tour, he suffered an additional injury in Prague after falling off the stage while attempting to execute a backflip. He was forced to wear a back brace for the next few shows. Wow. And then he had a motorcycle accident and injured his hand. Whoa. Same tour. All the same Honestly, tour. I think... And if we're trying to convince Jake here, I think Red Hot Chili Peppers are such a great 90s band, and, and yes, to a lesser extent, the 80s, because they are a touring band. the 2000s. Band. The 90s were such a big time for, for concerts. All of us went, we went to our concerts in the 90s, and then we got too old to, for it. Yeah. The Cranberries, maybe Jacob. we went on one tour, maybe two tours. I want you to do Red something. Red Hot Chili Peppers okay. have never Jacob, stopped. I want you to do something. They can't stop. I want you to take a moment. Addicted to the shindig. In your mind, I want you to imagine. Won't stop. You know you're going to win big. I want you to imagine Anthony Kiedis' voice. Okay? Okay. Let it take you back to wherever it wants to take you. Now, I want you to imagine Dolores O'Royden's voice. You can't even say her name. I can't, because uh, it's so 90s. That's a, that's, a, that's a compelling argument. You know what we haven't used is our... We'll use this probably in the next round, right? But uh, if we have to pick between scene one live, like only one... Yeah, or, who would you uh, rather see? Uh, this well, isn't his answer, by the way. 
This is just a question. My father, my father, he likes me. We're just doing a little cranberries mashup right now. This is this is difficult. Oh, think about dreams. Oh, I love that one. Do you have to let it linger? Yeah. I feel like we are talking you out of cranberries, honestly. Chili Peppers has some pretty annoying songs, too. Sure. To be honest. Yeah. I mean, most of their songs. Yeah. Like 60, 70% are probably annoying. Educate yourself. Well, the cranberries are more 90s. They are. They are more 90s. But for legacy, Chili Peppers. This is disgusting. This is great. <laughs> now, honestly, I nearly just voted for cranberries. I know. Just. <laughs> but no, Chili Peppers, their legacy is too big. It's too big. Their egos are too big. That's probably true, too. I got a bad disease. All right, next round. Pearl Jam versus Weezer. <gasps> Not that anybody cares about this one. This is ridiculous. What? This is <laughs> oh, this is hard. Ten Vitology. Oh man. Yeah. Yes. And and Weez, oh, Weez, the blue album. The blue album. Can't alone. Find a better Do band. the evolution, which is one of the best music videos of the nineties. Dude, I love that that video. It is one of the best. Hmm. Oh, and then Weezer, they were so I mean, they raised me. <laughs> What? Basically raised you. He basically raised <laughs> me. Rivers Cuomo, your dad? His <laughs> <laughs> buddy Holly. <laughs> oh man. So Pearl Jam, I mean you got you got Jeremy, Daughter, Better Man, Even Flow, Yellow Lead Better, Last Kiss, Nothing Man. Oh, I love Nothing Man. Black, elder elderly woman behind a small uh behind a counter in a small town. Yeah. There we go, finally got it. And then Weezer, you got Buddy Holly, Undone, My Name is Jonas, Jonas, Say It Ain't So, Only in Dreams, and they had another album too, which was kind of but are you kidding me? Oh, may I quote Rivers Cuomo? Pinkerton? Oh, crazy Rivers Cuomo? Please quote him. The most pain. This is Cuomo in 2001. The most painful thing in my life these days is the cult around Pinkerton. It's just a sick album, sick in a disease sort of way. It's such a source of anxiety because all the fans we have right now have stuck around because of that album. But honestly, I never want to play those songs again. I never want to really want to hear them. Again. I like that you dated your quote because it's since then. He's and actually then stopped being, becoming so annoying. By, about- by 2008, Cuomo had reconsidered. Yeah, of course. He said Pinkerton's great. It's he was super crazy for about deck. 15 years, and then he's like, you know what? I like my fans. I'm glad they appreciate my music. He didn't deal with fame well. Like, no. honestly, like he was, they were, those were one of the bands that most of their songs on the second album was like dealing with fame and how awful it was. So who's going first on this one? Not me. Not it. Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam. I, it's tough. It's tough. But, I mean, this is, I mean, goodness. Weezer has... <laughs> Weezer, Weezer has fun songs What Pearl Jam has Is powerful imagery And they have, my goodness they have, they're, they're poetic, they talk about Real impressive things And I mean, Jeremy and Black And uh, I mean, these guys And I have like this literature background So I appreciate Pearl Jam a little bit more for that reason But it's tough, it's close But it's going to go to Pearl Jam For me can't go, can't go. No, I can't do you this. Please go. I can't do this. Please, because this is one of those. Like I remember listening to "Spin the Black Circle" with Daniel Tinsmergen, uh, and just loving. <laughs> I that should have made you guys go first. And listening to "Wet My Bed," we thought it was hilarious. Right. I feel like I'm choosing between my daughters. You made that really easy the other like a couple episodes back, right? <laughs> but then Pearl Jam is so influential. Weezer, the blue album I said oftentimes is one of the most perfect albums ever. Start to finish. Great it's album. A great album. Kick off with My Name is Jonas, and we you're just awesome. We'll write 
Oh. Oh. Scar 2. And ending and only in dreams, which one, like Glycerin and only in dreams. Those were the two. Those were the two sacred songs that I kept reserved for those special ladies in my life when I was 16. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you know what? I'm going to give it to Weezer because I've said oftentimes that you said Pearl Jam. I'm not super shocked, honestly, because I I know that's where your heart goes. And, and, oh, Pearl Jam is so good, though. Like, nothing, man. They are so good. Oh, this good, is so Joel. tough. But if, I'm just going to go, I'm just going to say Weezer. It's done. It's done. I voted. Are you sure? No. You don't seem sure. I'm not. <laughs> I, don't, I actually want just Kent to make the decision, so I don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's one way to do it. Are, are, do you need, honestly, because... Wait, wait, wait. Before you do, I want to say, Eddie Vedder said, I don't think any of us would be in this room tonight if it weren't for Kurt Cobain from Nirvana. That's not even true. Pearl Jam had their... They were recording like the same time as Nirvana. April 8th, 1994, a concert in Fairfax, Virginia at the Patriot Center. Look it up. No, it's because he's a nicer guy than Kurt. Kurt's dead. So that's not <laughs> so that makes it easy. <laughs> <laughs> because of Pinkerton, it's no. Weezer. Oh. No. Kent, no. I'm You're kidding so me. Kent, sorry. no. <laughs> You're kidding me. No, you can't do that. I oh, my so gosh. I am so sorry, Pearl Jam. Oh, wow. Kent. I guys, have to. Pearl J- uh, Pinkerton Kent. is so close to my heart. This is this guy's. Who, who's going to win this bracket then if it's who not Pearl Jam? Even knows. Like, that's crazy. You, got, you knocked out. Wait, okay, you knocked out Nirvana. <laughs> yeah, and Green Day. Green you knocked Day, out Green Nirvana. Day. The only no, seed one leave. is no doubt still in the match. Oh my gosh. No, you can't knock out Pearl Jam. I, I am so sorry. I'm changing my vote back to Pearl Jam. You can't. He can. You can't. I can. And I just did. And Pearl Jam is back in and Weezer's out. Are you serious? I'm serious. Are you serious? I'm serious. We've never allowed <laughs> that before. If we've ever joked about this. Yes. <laughs> it looks like I'll be going to Hilton Day this year and you won't. I love the blue album, but the truth is you thought I was going <laughs> to. He thought you were going to pick Pearl Jam and he was going to be out of it. No, because he knows Pearl Jam is the better band here. Well, I think Pearl Jam is more influential. They're I, way more I influential. love Weezer, but I think Pearl Jam is more influential. Okay, I'm sorry. But Eddie Vedder, everyone loves him as this folk hero. His music quality, and I'm sure he's a good songwriter, the quality in music really went downhill. Inconsistent at best. And I'm not saying Weezer's great, but Weezer has come back from the low point. Look, Eddie no. Vedder. Look, Pearl Jam's done this I on do purpose, soundtracks though. Sometimes. Like, this is what I figured out in my research, right? They they don't like fame. They don't like... Who would you rather see in concert, Joel? Well, Weezer. Right? But the truth is, I'm, I could go either way, and I do feel like... I feel like Pearl Jam deserves to advance more than Weezer does. They do. They do. I think it's you over. are just... I'm marking them. You just feel bad that people are going to hate on us. No, because the thing is, I was going either way, and I'm like, they're both good, but then when you said Weezer... I said, that feels wrong, and I had to change my vote back. Okay, Pearl Jam. Oh, finish my thought. Pearl Jam did this on purpose, they, and they, they actually regret writing songs like Better Man and Daughter because they said they were too poppy, and they didn't want to have songs that were just How like daughter radio poppy? play. I don't know. <laughs> don't call me Alone, daughter. listless, <laughs> breakfast table. I mean, that is not oh, poppy. Such a great song. Yeah. Such a great song. All right. It, it, feels, it feels more right to have Pearl Jam <sighs> advance. It's tough. Uh, I am shocked. I thought they were a winner of this whole bracket for you. I thought Nirvana would be and Green Day would be. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Don't call me daughter. Alright, next round. Collective Soul versus Live. So their first album, Mental Jewelry, I once again have to say The Beauty of Grey. If you haven't heard the song, go listen to it. Yeah. It is one of the best songs of the 90s, and the live version of the song is incredible, maybe better than the original. 
All Over You is a great song. Lakini's Juice. These are weird titled songs. I love from Secret Lakini's Money. Juice is awesome. Lakini's Juice is such a fun song. Freaks is a great song. I'm going with Alive. To me, they take it. It is, for me, it's more 90s than Collective Soul, who I've championed this whole time. It's got to be live. I'll go next. Okay. Collective Soul. Dang it. (laughs) (laughs) Joe, you're like, okay. (laughs) Uh, No more changing votes. Here's why. Can we say that? Okay, fine. No more changing votes. Unless you want to change Green Day or Nirvana, (laughs) put them back in. They might be giants is going through. (laughs) I mean, he was still in the round. It's not like we moved to the next round and then he said, It was in that round. Let's go back. It was still in the round. And I think a good argument could have convinced me either way, but the truth is it just felt wrong to knock out Pearl Jam. Wow. So, yeah. So now we're at Collective Soul versus Live. You voted? Live. Live. I voted Collective Soul because Legacy is my reason why. Live was great in the 90s. And if you had asked me in the 90s, I would have leaned live. But now that it's actually 20 early, years two, later, early 2000s, great. They did a version of Walk the Line, which is fantastic. Oh, I love that song, but they right. have a bunch of crap songs too. And the guys, you have to realize During this, that is, time. this is the first album I bought, first CD I bought, I should say. Versus uh, my friends were in a cover band and they played live songs. And so I okay. have both of these very strong 90 associations with both of these. Yep. And it's not easy. All right. Do you have your answer though, Joel? <sighs> I'm going to have to go with live. Live? Yes. I'm, I'm going with cold hard facts here and frankly, live outsold Collective Soul. And as much as I like li- oh, the world, Did I they know. really? They outsold yeah. Them. You yeah. know what's cool about Collective Soul? Hmm. They were like this garage band, not even like for two years before they got famous, for like 15 years. Yeah. And then they finally hit it big with Shine. Yep. And they, yeah, just took over. Which, they're lifers. The funny thing about that is that first album, so the one with Shine on it, Hints, Allegations, and Things Left Unsaid, mm. that was actually recorded in a basement as a promotional demo, and they didn't intend it to be like the studio one. And then they said, hey, let's release your album. And they said, okay, well, we want to polish it up first. And they said, no, we don't have time for that. Just release it. And so that's the demo. Wow. Like it's kind of cool. That's awesome. Yeah. That, uh, the instrumental, the untitled song, do you know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about, guys? No. Fantastic. It's, I think it's the first track on there, actually. Anyway, okay. but yeah, like he talks, he's like, yeah. We'll have a whole the, losers party for the bracket. <laughs> wrote, wrote, that, wrote that in my mom's. <laughs> Don't be bitter over there. Yeah, I'm not bitter. I, my, my bad won. <laughs> yeah, you're still bitter about the last round. I am really bitter. <laughs> I'm totally okay with live winning, actually. Alright guys, uh, it's No Doubt and Bush Ah, man, uh, and it, two lovers It hurts, I, got, I, like, I didn't even They I were married for like 15 years Yeah, Gwen Stefani and Gavin Rosdale Once again, two of the most attractive people Jeez. of the 90s Jeez man, No Doubt, by, by April 2014 uh, Tragic Kingdom had sold 16 million copies worldwide That's a lot in 16 Spider-Webs Just a girl 30, oh. Don't speak Sunday Machine morning Head Glycerin Monkey. <laughs> I love monkey. That's a good Ex-girlfriend. One. You only call me when you're down. Na, 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 na. Everything's zen. Come down. Oh, everything's zen. Oh, my gosh. Swallowed mouth. I'm voting Bush. Chemicals between us. I'm voting Bush. You're voting Bush? I'm voting Bush because, oh, man, that's not easy. It's I go not second. Easy. I go second. No doubt. <laughs> <laughs> you're learning from the master. I just want to get it over with. <laughs> I actually, I would, I didn't even own Tragic Kingdom, but I have to go with No Doubt for your your reasons of Pearl Jam. Yeah. The rule of Pearl Jam, for me, it's No Doubt. But Bush, I mean, 16 Stone, such a good album. Tragic Kingdom, also a very good album. Oh. <laughs> Jake, you decide. You're deciding, Jake. I'm busy staring into oblivion right now. Did you, I mean, we can't really, like, do you want to do arguments to try to convince him? So, no, because, you know, no doubt's more ska than alternative. Look, they started out ska. 
All right, all right. I'll, I'll talk myself. And then she this. did. Then she did the B A N A N A S song. Oh, she went just the worst possible way. <laughs> Her two thousand R and B sucked. I do like uh, what you waiting for. Girl. I hate Hollaback Girl. Look, I I like no doubt. Okay, in the nineties, mm-hmm. like yeah, they're pretty good. I had the album. I had Tragic Kingdom. Their legacy is off, off obviously stronger than can, can I give another point here? Yeah, let's hear Let's hear all your facts. Give, buy me time. Dave Grohl told MTV News that he did not think Everclear sounded like Nirvana, noting that Bush sounded more like Nirvana than any other band because they compare him to Nirvana because Nirvana should have advanced. <laughs> Bush does sound... There are a lot of these strange <laughs> hindsight quotes from these people. Yes. So, you know, Bush actually makes sense that, that they came after Nirvana, but like somebody like Pearl Jam, I mean, they were recording simultaneously, so I don't really feel like... Anyway, I'm just trying to distract myself. <laughs> you got to pick. So, no doubt's legacy's bigger. I like I'm listening just to Bush a girl more in the world. Got a machine head ah. better than the rest. What are we basing Green this on? We're basing red. it off of this is your my personal, personal thing. Uh, as as the bracket, as we keep going rounds, our logical arguments have already been made, and now it's up and to more logic opinions. is gone. Logic is kind of leaving. It has to because we already gave our logical arguments to begin with. To all right, guys. Down. All right, all right, all right. If logic is leaving, oh no. Yes. It's Bush. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Kitchen, I'm so guys, sorry. I'm so sorry. Do you, I, I can't Do you I can't realize that if we that. let Pearl Jam fall out, we would have been out of tier one or seed ones. But now we have <sighs> Pearl Jam there. No doubt is knocked out by Bush. I'm not even kidding you right now. My heart is actually like racing and I feel... Somewhere out there, Gavin Rosdale <sighs> is smiling. I feel a little sick. What have you done? Do you want to change it? Even though I said no more changes? No, look, we can't. No more changes. Look, that was here, I mean, like, if, if I was just going to be, like, totally objective, like a scientist, I'd be like, no doubt. But I think so many people are mad at us right now. I mean, now. Stif- like... Mad if, at you guys. If I'm choosing... I said no doubt. If no, I'm, I'm choosing Gwen Stefani versus Gavin, Gwen wins. Hands yeah, down. Yeah, like, in, in terms of, like, her originality. Yes. Like, yes. her as a person. In fact, let me just say, that makes me feel better, actually. If, if this is person... If it's her singing Holla Back Girl, you're there. <laughs> no, that doesn't work. <laughs> hey, baby, hey, baby, hey. I like that one. I mean, yeah. I mean, he's he's tapered off into nothing. He's forgetting my, how to, forgotten my, how to my write My little brother songs. is a huge fan as well. But, oh, no doubt. Bush oh, is no the doubt. band, though? Oh, Bush Gwen is Stefani. the band? I, yeah, my like heart's my, there. My kid's called Gwen Stefani, uh, Uncle Mikey's girlfriend. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, How does his wife feel about that? Uh, that was before he got married, okay, but it's kind of okay. carried into it. So, yeah. Don't let the days go by. All right, guys. Next round. Everclear versus Everclear. Matchbox Twenty. Everclear. Everclear. Really? They win. That they easy, win. huh? What about yeah. you, Jake? I take Matchbox. <laughs> you didn't have the album. This is the trouble. You didn't have the Third Eye Blind album. Yeah, how many, how many Everclear albums oh, did you Oh, you're still on about Third Eye Blind. That uh, was so last week. Just one. Yeah, that's the problem. Why? Their early one in the 90s, it's it's great. Fire Maple Song is a great song. Loser Makes Good, great song. Then you have... I, I don't even know what you're saying Soy right Imperador. But yes. Then you have Santa Monica. Santa Monica. I, I love Santa Sparkle Monica. And Fade. Sparkle and Fade's great. So much for the Afterglow. Great. I love so much for the Afterglow. That song. Not, not just yeah. the album, but the whole song. Ooh-wee-oo. Yeah. This is a song about Susan. It is a song about the girl next Everything door. Everything to everyone. I love that song. Yeah, that's a good one, actually. Uh, come on, do that stupid dance for me. Mm-mm, yeah. Mm-mm. I'm okay with Everclear winning, actually. All right, guys, this means we're down to the Elite Eight. The Elite Eight. It's going to get harder. Oh. Father of mine, tell me where have you been? Yeah, just close my eyes. For 
Pick one up. Smashing Pumpkins. Who beat Nirvana. <laughs> Who beat Nirvana. <laughs> also known as the band that beat Nirvana. I so bad. I know that doesn't sound right. You guys are so wrong. All right. Versus Counting Crows. Smashing Pumpkins. No doubt in my mind, Smashing Pumpkins. 90s alternative, Smashing Pumpkins. All right. Then... Siamese Dream is widely regarded as one of the best albums of 1990s and one of the best albums of all time. Where were we on this when look, they were going look. against Nirvana? After the, the release of Nirvana's Nevermind later that year, the Smashing Pumpkins were hyped as the next Nirvana. If you look up, I don't know if you have this in your notes, what sold more, the Smashing, any Smashing Pumpkins album or August and Everything After? Because I already know the answer. It's what Counting is, Crows, August and Everything After. That's one album. That's not Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness, Jacob. Take a moment, think about Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness. Just do it in your mind. All right. I've thought about it. It's Counting Crows. No. It's Counting Crows. By Starlight. Come on, Jacob. Look, this is tough. And here's... here's it's not tough. No, it is tough. Here's why. Like, this is... These are personal... I will take Smashing Pumpkins over Nirvana, but Counting Crows, they definitely have my heart. You're saying Counting Crows is better than Nirvana right now. I definitely would say that. Ugh! I would easily say that. To quote Kent. Kent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but like, and if you think I'm crazy uh. listening to me say that, listen to all their albums, listen to the deep tracks, and you will be on my side. They released an album last year that was just really 1979, impressive. Today, by Starlight, Zero, Disarm, Bullet with Butterfly Wings. I, I hear you. I hear you. No, you don't. Because you're picking around here. <laughs> you want to hear effects behind that? Here's how they recorded that song. They made it up as they went along. whoop de freaking do No. No. It's cool. It's very cool. No, it's it, jamming. Look, dude. They People go, do it all the time. That's what makes it so impressive. They go into a garage. Around here, they all talk just like lions. But they sacrifice like lambs. No. Yeah. It's Smashing Pumpkins. All right, Kent. So, Joel, you did Smashing Pumpkins. Yes. Jake, you did. I did Counting Crows. Counting Crows. Counting Crows. We are told to cleave unto the crows that are counted. Don't do it. Much like unto our wives. Don't do it. But I'm not married. (laughs) (laughs) They only come out at night. Gotta be Smashing Pumpkins. Thank you. All right. The days are much too bright. Look, I couldn't live with myself if I had not voted for County Crows. I know, I know. But I'm totally happy with that choice as well. Like, I'm, I'm comfortable with how far County Crows made You know, it. and despite all my rage, I'm still just around. Oh, such stage. a good song. Such a good song. It really is. Next round, Foo Fighters versus the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Foo Fighters. How many times do I have to argue against Red Hot Chili Peppers before they finally get knocked out of the well, stupid bracket? they're in the Elite Eight. They so don't I belong mean, there. They belong there. Nirvana belongs there more. Green Day belongs there more. Counting Crows may belong there more, for all I know. They belong there. No. They're one of the best bands of the 90s. Foo Fighters. Kim, who are you going to pick? It's Foo Fighters. Oh! <laughs> it's Foo Fighters. They, they're easily winning this one. I, actually, in 1999, or maybe it's early 2000, these two came to concert down to the E-Center slash Maverick Center, whatever it's called now. Yeah. They came together, and it was a great show. Foo Fighters opened for the Chili Peppers and outplayed them like crazy. They were awesome. That seems about right, actually. Yeah, Dave Grohl played every instrument. We went to the drums. I mean, just, it was awesome. Dude, see, that's a that's a real musician. Like, that's yeah. a legacy. Like, that's it the really thing is. that Cobain was afraid that he would have. Like, David Grohl is awesome. He's a legend. Yes. He is. He is. So, Jake? Jake, what would you vote for? Foo Fighters. Yes. So it's sweet right there. Yep. Yep, yep. Take that, Red Hot Chili Peppers. The next one, Pearl Jam. It was almost Weezer. <laughs> Which was almost Weezer. It's Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam versus Live. I listen to Live way more than I listen to Pearl Jam, which is why I really haven't been a Pearl Jam champion this entire time. Dude, you need to dig in. 
Go back and listen. Oh, I know. No, I had. I actually liked No Code, which was kind of a disappointing album. It's a good album. Even though half the songs are bad, but half are great. Half are great. And that's kind of Pearl Jam. Oh, man, I would put any, not any live song, I would put The Beauty of Grey up against any Pearl Jam song and enjoy it more. But I, I'm going to go objectively on this one. I have to go with my mind. It's going to have to be Pearl Jam. Do you like Black? Do you like that song? Yes, I do. Black is amazing. But it's so mood music. Like, I can't, like, get in my car and be like, I want to drive and just get energized and listen to Jeremy. No, that's not what no, it's for. No, but, okay, right? okay, Kent. And I was, if you yeah, were listen to Corduroy or Evolution or... Yeah, I'd love to do the Evolution. I've thought about this. Yes. And the truth is, if you started singing a live song right now, it doesn't have to be in tune. It doesn't have to be... I thing. alone love you. Okay. Yeah. Now do any Pearl Jam song. Oh, where, oh, where can my baby be? You cannot... Sounds like a dying cow. sing along <laughs> with Pearl Jam and do an Eddie Vedder impersonation. That is 90s. I'm voting Pearl Jam. Good argument. Good argument. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. That's a solid argument. The Logic influence is there. I, all right. I vote Pearl Jam as well. That voice, that Eddie Vedder's voice is 90s. Next round, Bush, which could have been no doubt. <laughs> Just to rub that in the wound a little bit. Bush versus Everclear. Oh, wow. I'm going first. Okay. All right. Everclear. 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 I gotta and go. I love both. I, oh, man. Because I love a lot of Everclear songs. But that same concert, when I went to go see, when I saw Everclear, was the next 96 bash. There were like 10 bands. Bush was the headliner. I got to go Bush. Okay. They were they were the bigger, more influential band in my life. And Sixteen Stone, as much as I think Sparkle and Fade is, is a good album, and I think that uh, So Much for Life to Go is a good album, it's pick and choose on the songs, whereas Sixteen Stone, I can listen start to finish and enjoy every song. Bush. I would have been way, way closer to choosing No Doubt over Bush than I would ever clear over Bush. It has to be Bush. <sighs> so much for the afterglow. In fact, I'm, I'm really having a Joel moment here with the no doubt and Bush thing because my brain's yes. like, nope, this should have been no. I'm like, yeah, but I voted with my heart. Okay, everybody, I'm sorry. Okay, we're to the final four. Guys, we're to the final four. Who are, who are the final four? Can here you are our them? finalists. No, in no particular order. <laughs> Jewel. No. <laughs> <laughs> Smash Mouth. <laughs> the uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's just make up a new final four. All right, we have the Smashing Pumpkins, we have the Foo Fighters, we have Pearl Jam, and we have Bush. Guys, I, this is a good lineup. Don't get me wrong. I think this is a good lineup. This is a good this lineup. This is a good representation of the This is a very 90s. strong lineup. In my mind, though, like when we started this bracket ages ago, not just when we started recording, when we started the bracket, in my mind, it was Green Day, uh, Nirvana, Pearl Jam, and Weezer was going to be the final four. I thought for sure. Mm-hmm. I'll give you a confession right now. When we were talking about it, I was sick to my stomach thinking, crap, it's going to be Nirvana or Green Day that wins. And that's why you knocked them out. That's going to just break my heart. My fear was Green Day or Offspring going all the way. <sighs> Two tacky bands. No. Yeah, both good. Ah! All right, let's do this. Are you guys ready to battle? All right, this is where we bring out all the information, okay? Every argument we have, you have. In this one or in the finals? I think we start with the final four. We okay. start bringing up okay. the arguments. I don't have much more left. I've, I've kind of unloaded all the shotgun barrels. All right. So here's, here's some of our criteria, right? If we want to use this, you're in, you're in, <laughs> you're in a field between two bands having a live concert. You can only <laughs> attend one of them. Right. Okay. You pick, or you only get to pick uh, one, al- uh, not album, but artist that continues to 
live, basically. Whoa, exist. whoa, calm down. We're not trying to kill anybody, but like if... They've already taken the way, care of that themselves. By the way, Cranberries <laughs> had a song called I Shot John Lennon. Really? It's weird. And okay. it ends with like f- five gunshots at the end. I was like, oh. Anyway. All right, so let, let's leave it with those things and let's go with the first matchup. <sighs> Smashing Pumpkins versus Foo Fighters. Oh, man. Can I, I'll go first. This is a good This argument. is my final is right tough. here. I'll go first. Because the truth is, like, I'm going to go Smashing Pumpkins and it's going to be fairly easy for me just because Foo Fighters... Really? I didn't grow to appreciate... I, like I said, Everlong. I love Everlong. But I really didn't grow to appreciate them until later. And if I, if I was sitting between, in the field between two bands, I would lean towards Smashing Pumpkins because I know more of those songs and identify with more of those songs. And Foo Fighters, as much as they have those iconic standout numbers, a lot of their songs kind of meld together in my mind. Yeah, you haven't it's listened enough of, then, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like, you look at Siamese Dream and it has, like, uh, Dream Pop, Heavy Metal, Progressive Rock, and just... Melancholy and the Infinite Sentence was such an undertaking. And Billy Corgan is such an iconic figure. Like, you see him and you, you see 90s. Yep. Whereas Dave Grohl still making albums now, still doing a great job, still making good music. I think that's an argument for Foo Fighters, though. It's a, it's a legacy thing. But at the yeah. same time, we're going for best 90s alternative band, not best band of all time. Yeah, but this is also legacy. Legacy plays a huge role in it. And I think Smashing Pumpkins has a very strong legacy of a 90s alternative band. All I right. think they won two Grammys in the 90s with Bullet with Butterfly Wings and The End is the Beginning and the End. And I just think there's just, they're a darn good band. I'm going to choose Smashing Pumpkins. I'm going Foo Fighters. You're going Foo Fighters? I'm definitely going Foo Fighters. I'm really worried about that. Yeah. So, Kent, we're counting on you to choose correctly. Two of my favorite bands in the 90s. Yeah. That's tough. And one, I continue to love them even into the 2000s. Even maybe, well, not more so, because The Color and The Shape is one of the best albums of the 90s. Oh, my I continue to love both of them, honestly. In fact, all of all of our final four. They're all good bands. I'll stick around and vote for Foo Fighters. No! <laughs> He's so mad. <laughs> guys, you guys. Oh! Foo Fighters is a good band, but they're not a 90s alternative powerhouse. Are you serious? This is a call. My hero, Monkey Wrench. Monkey Wrench. Uh, walking after you. Oh, man. Next year. I mean, just... And the legacy. They are more rock than alternative. New Way Home. Have you heard New Way Home? They are more rock than alternative. Smashing Pumpkins is alternative. Foo Fighters is now rock. They've they, gone more into the rock. No, they, they yeah. sound this a lot time more rock they were than straight Smashing up alternative. Pumpkins. Smashing Pumpkins is so diverse. I love them. I'm not hating on Smashing, Smashing Pumpkins. But, but you I'm just saying, knocked them out of the bracket. for legacy and everything else. Oh, come on. They're so great. Yeah, keep your pet projects in. You're fighting for them all the way. Foo Fighters is not a pet project. <laughs> uh, Ken's already said he thinks they're a superior band in Nirvana. Yes. Right. Obviously, because he chose that and he knocked out Nirvana. You just want to keep reminding people. Oh, they don't, they don't need to be reminded. They know. So that means Foo Fighters makes it to the finals. All this time to make a mess. What are you doing? Next match, Pearl Jam versus Bush. I'm going to go first. Bush. Do you want me to say why? Yeah, yeah. Let's hear you, you why. Gotta, you gotta. Okay, because I own. I didn't own the science of things, and I didn't really care for the chemicals between us. So late nineties, like ninety nine, that, that was I a mood really change. There. It was. Yeah. But those first two albums, I bought them, listened to them all the time. Me too. And I honestly wasn't. I didn't feel as moody enough to really get into Pearl Jam. I liked the songs I heard on the radio, and I eventually bought every album. But I still didn't feel connected to it. It was just too. So you're basically doing my Bush too no doubt somber, decision. A little bit. Yeah. It was just too dang somber. And for me, Bush just had it. They, they were rocking and their ballads were great. And I know you could say the same thing about Pearl Jam, but so it wasn't Bush, for me. Bush versus Nirvana. You say Bush wins. 
No, it's Nirvana. Yeah? Good. Yeah. Nirvana's back in? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So he said Bush. Do you want to go next, Joel? Sure. So as I said before, 16 Stone, I love that album, start to finish. And But the truth is, I don't like Razorblade Suitcase as much. I don't like the science of things that much. And I look at uh, Pearl Jam's albums, and they got uh, 10, Verses, Vitology, No Code, and Yield. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting all gurgly. 10, Verses, and Vitology are the main ones I'm focusing on here, because those ones are Because No really Code and Yield were kind of disasters when they came out. They weren't great, but... But they, were, they ended up being good. Uh, did you no. guys know? You don't think? Did you guys know? By February 1993, <laughs> here it is again. By February 1993, <laughs> by February 1993, American sales of Ten surpassed those of Nevermind, the breakthrough album by fellow grunge band Nirvana. Yep. I got to give it to Pearl Jam. I like Bush, but their follow up wasn't great. I think Pearl Jam had a bigger influence and a longer lasting influence in the 90s. I loved loved Bush before I was listening to Pearl Jam. I had had their albums for a year or two even before I'd listened to Pearl Jam because the songs I'd heard from them were just the radio hits, right? And and then I discovered this. I, I finally got an album, and the first one I actually bought was Yield. And really? That, that was the first one. Wow. And then what I discovered in Yield, which most people didn't like, is that I wasn't listening to, and I had lots of these bands that were making really great music, um, but it was always just kind of fun. It was It was light. And then I get this Pearl Jam album, and I'm like, "This is this is a different level. These guys are artists in a in a different way. Uh, they're, I think they they hit like this legendary sort of status. So I'm I'm gonna have to give it to Pearl Jam. Okay. I was very nervous. All right, guys. That means our final matchup. In our 90s alternative bracket. 90s alternative bracket. Do you, do you know what's funny? <sighs> no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. What do you got? When we did the, I think it was the getting to know Bacon Cell, a question came up and it was Nirvana versus Pearl Jam. And the three of us said Nirvana. But now we have Pearl Jam in the finals. I tried. I know you tried. I stayed true to myself. What did you guys it, do? If it was Pearl Jam versus Nirvana, I'd say Pearl Jam. Really? Yeah, if that was what it was right now. Well, I'll start on this one because it's obvious where I lean. I'm going to say Pearl Jam because I don't think Foo Fighters belongs in the final two. Yeah. I think that Pearl Jam is the more influential band. I think they're more alternative than Foo Fighters. As much as I like Foo Fighters, because that's the thing. is, I, I don't want people to get the impression that we're hating on these bands. We're very passionate about it because we like these bands. But I feel like Foo Fighters is a substitute of a band that should be in there. I think Pearl Jam belongs in the final two. I'm saying Pearl Jam for the win for the most... 90s alternative band, the Bakersfield Bracket. For legacy and consistency, I have to go with Foo Fighters. I knew you would. Just all the way through their entire career, they have had quality. Rarely a dull moment with these guys. Dave Grohl is a musical genius. Rarely a dull moment of pure fuzz. Huh? He's saying they're all blend together. Okay. I'm sorry. I, I think their ballads are perfect. We'll make February we'll, stars. We'll make a playlist for you, Joel. I mean, there's so much oh, goodness. I'm not listening to them again after this show. <laughs> <laughs> you probably aren't, are you? But I just think from their self-titled, what they had to come from, from Nirvana, this guy had to be like, yeah, cool. I'm the drummer from Nirvana. I'm the ugly drummer from Nirvana, and I have to make a band, and everyone's going to compare me to Kurt Cobain. And what did he do? He, he just nailed it out of the park. He did a great job of creating those band. I'm not denying that. I'm just saying 90s alternative. With the Pearl band Jam. called Foo Fighters. Who's still around making good hits today that pulls them away from the 90s. 
I'm legacy. To me, that's legacy. Legacy that is, is, is is people still know about them. You're going to go today. to their concert and you're going to be like, oh my gosh, they could play 100 songs and they're all going to be great. Pearl Jam is going to have 20 great songs that you liked in the 90s. It's not as much legacy as they're still going today as much as it is you say their name, people think 90s alternative. Pearl Jam does that. Foo Fighters, they're still around. They're still around. Yeah, thanks for singing that song. That was a really memorable song. It's all stick around, Kent. You didn't know that because you don't know anything about them. I just barely (laughs) said that lyric. Anyways, it's Foo Fighters. You know, I'm looking back here. If Smashing Pumpkins had lost to Nirvana, then Nirvana would have been up against Counting Crows and would have beat Counting Crows. And then it would have been Foo Fighters versus Nirvana. That would have been a good matchup. Where Foo Fighters would have won. No. They would have because Kent and I would have voted for Foo Fighters. Well, yeah, but I mean, they shouldn't. So if that, I mean, that, that is the alternate path here. Like if we hadn't made that Smashing Pumpkins decision, Nirvana would still be out. Troy left the room to go get pizza. It's <laughs> <laughs> an alternate timeline. <laughs> good, the good place reference. is on fire. Yeah. <laughs> I'm creating an alternate timeline. Sure you are, Abed. <laughs> All right. So here's... Jacob, this comes down to you. Here's, here's the truth. I could not, I mean this with my whole heart, be happier with the choices we've made. Really? I could. Every You're one, really happy with this show. Everyone. I am delighted with this. Do you forgive us for Third Eye Blind? For Yes. I will <laughs> yes. now forgive <laughs> you for Third Eye Blind. I was really blind. worried. <laughs> it had been weighing on Kent's, I could tell. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I was worried about Green Day. I was worried about Blink. I was worried about Nirvana. And, and No Doubt as well. Because I think they should be up there. But I was afraid they'd get to the finals. And I'm, I didn't think they should be there. I, I'm just delighted. So Foo Fighters versus Pearl Jam. I, I think these are two of the most. And Smashing Pumpkins is right there with them. And Nirvana and Green Day. And they might be Giants. Bush. Yeah. Cardigans. Counting Crows. Nope. <laughs> Candlebox. <laughs> Who? Who's Candlebox? How did they beat Goo Goo Dolls? <laughs> I like Every your imitating. Oh, yeah, those are your friends. It's like the slag jog yokel. He's yeah. intimidating. These are your friends at work. Legacy imitating. folks. No one knows who Candlebox is. With... My whole heart, Pearl Jam. For the win? For the win. No! <laughs> Your whole heart? We maintain yeah. some credibility. They win. They win. I'm not going for the hipster on that. Foo Fighters is amazing. David Grohl just impresses the heck out of me. Yes. Pearl Jam, however, they are they're incredible. What they have made and their, their musical values and what they've done and the lyrical quality that they put out. You go back to 10, I, I, like there's 20 songs that I think are just outstanding. So it's bugs, isn't it? Bugs won you over. Bugs? I got bugs in my hair. <laughs> 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 Guys, let's give it a Pearl Jam. Yeah. It's a hard fought battle. It Weezer was. almost took you out. <laughs> Weezer almost took them out. What would have happened in the alternate timeline? Foo Fighters would have been Foo Weezer. Fighters? Foo Fighters would have won. No, yeah. I, I would have said Weezer, but... I know you would have, but it would have lost. I, yeah, I would have had to go Foo Fighters against Weezer. Yes. Now but I, honestly, second that place... would have been really Second close, place though. for Foo Fighters for a spinoff band from Nirvana. Yeah, they deserve top Pretty 10. incredible. It is. They deserve top 10, maybe. I'm not, you're just mad. I just don't think Foo Fighters should have gotten this far. Sorry. 
<laughs> but no, thank you. Thank you for playing along with this. We hope you're not too angry. But if you are, let Kent and Jacob know how angry you are at them. Or how uh, impressed you are with that logic. Uh, and I'll see you guys at Hilton Day 2017. <laughs> no, you bumped out Weezer, no doubt. You I, are no, no longer. I voted for Weezer, and I voted for No Doubt. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, yes, uh, you can tell, let us know at BaconSale.com or on our Facebook page. We're also on Twitter at BaconSale. Interact with us. We enjoy it. But if you want to find me, you can find me at 76Joel on Twitter, or you can find me at QuickWits. They perform every Saturday at the Midville Performing Arts Center. For more details, go to QWComedy.com or go to the QuickWits Facebook page. If you guys want to find me on Twitter and Instagram, it's at Kenny3DD. If you want to read my uh, movie review song parodies, it's ShowtimeShowdown.com. You can find me on Twitter at Jacob A. Rogers. Uh, you can also buy our merchandise. You can go to gumroad.com slash bacon sale or click on the links uh, that are it's the pinned posts on, on Facebook, Facebook and Facebook. And Facebook. So find us there. Uh, also follow us on Twitter at Bacon Sale. Um, we we we'll love see you on followers. Our, we'll see you on our 100th show. And we will see you on our 100th show. Woo! Love counting crows as you Thou shalt wife. count thy crows as thou shalt love thy wife. Cleave <laughs> unto the crows that have been counted. <laughs> Those are the two sacred songs that I kept reserved for the special ladies in my life when I was 16. It looks like I'll be going to Hilton Day this year, and you won't. Somewhere out there, Gavin Rosdell is smiling. We are told to cleave unto the crows that are counted. Don't do it. Much like unto our wives. Don't do it. But I'm not married. Guys, you guys... Oh! The Betters is a good band, but they're not a 90s alternative powerhouse. Enunciate the tea. I drank the tea he gave to me. It was against the word of wisdom. Yeah. Please bring it on. Yeah. Team JK for life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't don't resist those. Well, some people just don't understand happiness. That's what it comes down to. I when I was it. 11, fingertips was my jam. Because I love... the record show, Joel just made a pouty face. I did. <laughs> it's because I am a deep thinker, creative person. Unlike all those other slack-jawed yokas out there who don't like him. Reluctantly yep. crouched at the starting line. <laughs> Engines <laughs> pumping and thumping in time. <laughs> oh. Why is Scuttle here? <laughs> it did sound like Scuttle. <laughs> it's only going to get worse, though. It is just going to get worse. Please forgive me and forgive Kent for a stupid decision. I want to say this, and please don't be shocked, but when I listen to Everlong, it makes me want to work out. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense <laughs> to me. Hey, Mom, can I borrow some money to go buy a CD? Yeah, which band? Uh, they're called Green Day. I think they're environmentalists. This yes. is something unpredictable, but in the end, it's right. You are foolish. <laughs> Both of you are time foolish. Of your life. It's super weird and Canadian. Go with your truth, <laughs> Go with your heart. I just feel bad for bare naked ladies. I can smell the BS all over you, kid. <laughs> High five for Blossom, but... Is that what those posters are in your bedroom? I didn't realize. <laughs> Gavin <Wow>. Rosdell. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Apathy is strong with this one. <laughs> and thanks for not killing yourself so you can keep making music for Jeez. another decade. Gotta get some hate mail at BaconSalePodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> We've lost all credibility now because of YouTube jerks. Snide remark by Joel. That sounds like a very delicious dessert. <laughs> Hootie cake. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds dirty. <laughs> I've got the end of this show already. <laughs>